Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling. In the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. Technical director Eli. What's going on? Co-host Liz. Hey, guys. And producer Emily. Which uh, Do we call her producer Emily when she's not producing? No. <laughs> hey, oh. everybody. <laughs> do we just call her? I don't. Everybody's stealing my hey, everybody. I know. Well, they want to be like you. Well, apparently, according to last week, it's my hey, everybody now. So that's. You can screw right off. <laughs> can I sonic screw right off? You can. Oh, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Little, little doctor she, thing. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm a, a fan Nubian. now. Aww. We're gonna we're gonna she's talk. She's a Nubian. <laughs> we're gonna be okay, talking. I liked that one better. Doctor Who, uh, the new episode, uh, new season dropped with Jodie Whittaker as the first female Doctor. That is our main topic. Was spoilers abound? Uh, we got two just new. I get Nubians. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. We've got two Nubians. Uh, both technical director Eli and co-host Liz have never seen an episode of Doctor Who before ever until tonight Never. until tonight mm-hmm. and so we'll be getting their reactions uh, with and then I think we, we've got a good uh, kind of array on the other side because uh, Dan and I have both been uh, fans of Doctor Who for a while I started with Eccles I started when Eccleston was still the doctor did yeah, you no I picked it up d- during Matt Smith's run and went from okay. the beginning the or from now. Eccleston forward right so I picked and it so Dan let me clarify when you say from the beginning you mean 2005 okay right yeah nobody yeah, yeah. New Who. I've, I've New seen who. some classic Who, but not all of it. Yeah, I've seen some classic Who and have no desire to watch the rest of it. And then, actually, uh, Emily uh, is here because uh, she actually... How did you... Do, is it my fault you started watching Doctor Who? No, I... No, so other people were telling you about it, too. No, well, so my brother-in-law is this big nerd or whatever, and so he was talking about... Hey, Paul. That's, yeah. our, that's hey, Paul. our word. You can't use that oh. word. Oh. <laughs> is it because is it I'm too pretty? Um, Awesome. Also, yes. Go ahead. (laughs) So he had been talking about it, and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be just too geeky to watch. Like, I'm not going to be able to get through an episode. So I started with Rose. I started with Eccleston's first episode Mm -hmm. and kind of worked my way to the present. And I, I binged all of it until the last Capaldi season. So I binged all of it until the last Capaldi season in... I don't know, like six months or something. Do you guys? Oh, and you, you you know nothing, Kelsey Rose. She did. Kel- yeah, she Kelsey Rose did. Oh yeah, do you remember, no. Do you remember when I have the string of text messages <laughs> as she watched the episodes. But I also have gone back, and now I'm making my way through Classic Who. Mm. So I've now seen. She's lapped me as far as fandom is concerned. <laughs> um, so I've made my way through the. First and second doctors. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. How's that going? Um, Sometimes. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> the first doctor was definitely a little tough, but William Hurt is great. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, I like him? that he's mean to people. He definitely, he's he's definitely Capaldi's predecessor. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so we're talking uh, the new season with the spoilers and the things, um, although not really heavy spoilers. But the the, uh, the reason we're talking about this, by the way, is that this is supposed to be like what the showrunners have said is that this is where you get on the train. Yeah. So if you don't want to have to worry about trying to figure out all of the history of Doctor Who, all 60, 60 years, forty years. Um, I believe 55. we're fifty-five. Yeah. Fifty-five years, almost six years. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff. You can get on the train here. And, I mean, it's slowing down as much as it can slow down, I think, is probably the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, because I'm like, what? That's just my general reaction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's like my general okay. reaction. All right, little, you know, little, little teaser for how we're going to talk about it later. Uh, so there's that. So uh, uh, let's see. We got... I got a... I was, I was gone last week, which, of course, means I have even more crap to get through before, before we get started. Oh, God. Yay. Uh, first, uh, I wanted to thank, uh, thank you. 
Elijah. Yeah. For uh, you're well. You know, Al, you're welcome. Yeah. No, because the uh, speakeasies. Yeah. The speakeasy is a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. I. So you guys were right. I did, in fact, get lost in a speakeasy last week. I was on my way. To fat camp, the celebratory fat camp, not the get skinny fat camp, right. uh, for Hooray, for pork roll week, and and along the way, uh, I ended up in a speakeasy. It doesn't matter how I got there. The problem is, I was ripping books off the shelf left and right, trying to find my way back out while also drinking a lot, and so it got real messy. Fun fact: this speakeasy wasn't a book that uh, that opened the secret door. Do you know what opened the secret door? Statue. Was Pray it a tell. handle? A rutabaga. <laughs> A mo fucking rutabaga opened the door, and oh, that was last thing you expect. Yeah, I know. That's why I was stuck there for so long. I, I still, even... I still really just had twenty bucks on you just being drunk in the library, causing a public disturbance. Well, that's actually how we got to the speakeasy. <laughs> Don't and that's another story. Hard to get in, not hard to get out. Well, that's a confusing thing. He thought it was a speakeasy. <laughs> it was just a library. Turns and out it was just a library. It was just a farmers market. That <laughs> yeah, <he was> exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> the farmers market was outside of the library. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, uh, I had a couple notes for last week that I wanted to go around here. First, for you, Dan, Dan. Radcliffe as Wolverine? Yeah. Good, amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> amazing. Thank you. When you said it, I, I, but when, when I talk to our listeners, I thought long and hard about that. Yeah, well, when I talk to our listeners, they often say like that they that they yell at the car, they yell at the radio or at their phone or whatever with the listening you're on, like because yeah. like, if we can hear them. And I always thought that was really cute. But when I listen, because I'm not here, uh, I yell at you guys the entire time. Well, yeah. Uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But for that one, I was like, I sat there for like I probably a good, I almost paused it because it was processing. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's right up there. So, with John Krasinski, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, dude, Krasinski come out of nowhere with that. Yeah. Anyway, so you, great job uh, for you, uh, Technology Line. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. Magic the Gathering Arena. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded it on my on my computer, uh-huh. and then I lost a day of my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened, but holy crap, people, yeah. stay away from Magic the Gathering Arena. It's that thing they needed for a long time, which was it needs to not cost a shit ton of money. And I'm building decks, and mm-hmm. I'm pl- and I just I fuck you. Mm-hmm. All right, my children will not have a father growing up anymore because of you, and also bourbon uh, and farmers markets, but mostly you. And high blood pressure and, and high. Pork no, roll. actually, blood pressure <laughs> cholesterol is going to get me. Blood pressure is okay. actually pretty good. Uh, Liz, actually, just great job last week, man. Hey, to, you killed it. Look so, at you. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, you guys are just listening at home. I just did a lot of finger guns. Yeah, I was trying not to bring that so. up, but you <laughs> felt like you needed to share it. It's trying to help. Uh, two, I got a couple of the quick notes. Uh, John, who is one of our uh, longtime listeners and just all around awesome, he is now on his own podcast. Hey, John. And we want to give him a little shout Welcome out. to the club. Right? So you could check out John, uh, John Russo over on Sorry, I Am Not Sorry. If you get the whole name there. Not sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry. I am not sorry. Well, so, I mean, it's on, just sorry, not sorry. Right. Well, they really wanted to. But sorry, to really, I am not sorry. They wanted to do it in proper English. Okay. Don't don't hate them. What for other that. what other sayings can we can we convert into proper English now? Point is, John is over on sorry, I am not sorry on messy FM. So you can check it out there. You He's can be able to find it. One hundred percent. You only live one time. Am I right, guys? <laughs> You only live once uh, <laughs> on Messy.fm. So you, uh, sorry, I'm not sorry on Messy.fm. Check out John. Give him some love. And then next up, uh, this is why we have this 
this in front of us. Uh, Mr. T, who has been sponsoring our uh, celebrity deathmatch segment. Yeah, how'd you like that last week? <laughs> <laughs> I actually came out, no problem at all. Loved it. Awesome. Loved it. Uh, Mr. T, I thought you loved us. You used to bring us tacos, and now you sent us soju. Right, I think he's displeased. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So he actually this is, is a sign of his displeasure. We're, we're actually going to be, he's going to be wrapping up his, uh, we're wrapping up his segment here uh, in the next couple weeks. Uh, apparently, he has to also pay bills, so he can't just throw all of his money to the <laughs> podcast, of which I was shocked, because uh, that's where I throw all my money. <laughs> but good uh, news, that means that that spot will be open for somebody else. Yes, it will. Uh, at patreon.com slash freaking sake. Uh, but he did send us, I ran into him, and uh, he actually brought us a bottle of, uh, I believe it's pronounced Baidu. Uh, uh, Baidu? Baidu. Baidu. Uh, anyway, it's, it's so in South Korea, they have this, al- this alcohol called soju, and it's dangerous. So this is the sexually ambiguous version? I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but this was from China, and he said he got it He got it for us, and so we're gonna now live on the air, oh each enjoy... Uh, Emily, Emily just got the joke. I just, I yeah. just got the joke. Uh, it was a very good joke. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic. And please, You're can welcome. we drink it, because it's been making me nauseous yeah, the for smell, about five minutes. The smell is potent. <laughs> so here... We'll do this. So if this episode if this episode goes to shit, it's Mr. T's fault. But hey, when you pay us, you can have the show go to shit. So uh, here's Mr. T. Getting Yay. different. Yay. I pity the fool. <coughs> oh. 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 I like it. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure you do. It's not the worst. <laughs> Good. That is the worst. Ah, no. Oh. oh, I've definitely put worse in my mouth. Yeah. hey Likewise. Uh, I know. I went through a Jaeger phase, guys. <clears throat> Me too. No, oh, it's got a weird after. It was called my twenties. Yeah, <laughs> great. Hey, yeah. Hey, what is that? Okay, let's 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 tear, let's let let's you know, give me the while, while Liz. Let's and, bring it in and break it down for a minute. While Liz and us like break down the flavor profile, how about you go throw those away in the other room? <laughs> I'm getting in the bottle. Out. I'm and getting bottle. I'm getting some kind of sour melon. I'm getting yeah. some sort of Smarties. I'm getting a little turpentine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm getting some uh, uh, rubbing alcohol. Like well, you know, like when you when you go to the the barbecue store or restaurant, right? They give you those little hand cleaners at the end of the uh, night. The barbecue store. <laughs> I, I just wet naps. Wet, the word you're looking yeah, for yeah. is are wet you naps. Say bubbleus, but non non lemon flavored ones. These are just. <laughs> Listen, I just drank the worst thing I've ever put in my face. Like, really? This is bad. That's, That's the worst that thing bad. you've ever put in your face? Alcohol-wise. I saw no, the burrito bowl you had earlier. <laughs> I, um, so, yeah, that's definitely better than soju. Okay, really? Because I love soju. Yeah, well, do you drink soju by itself, or do you mix soju into other things? No, I drink it by itself. Yeah, soju's I get, better. I get flavored soju, though. Like the gra- oh, I like, no, no, like, no, I no. like grapefruit soju. Yeah. No, no, no. no. You know, classic original soju tastes so like... Is this a is this a fermented rice beverage? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I can't actually read Mandarin, so... I literally have a computer in front of me. Uh, you can... Baiju? What's it called? Anyway, that was, uh, that was terrible, Mr. T, and if we've done something to offend you, please let us know. Um... Last up, I just if you haven't seen the story on our Facebook page about the girl who yanked the thousand year old sword out of the lake. Yeah. Uh, our new leader? Yes. God yes. all uh, hail Sage. Her name is her name is literally Sage. All, she, it, yep. All hail Sage. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. First of her name. Is it Sage? I thought her name was Saga. Oh Saga. Sorry, Saga. Saga. Yeah, you're no, right. that makes it even better. It does make her it better. name is fucking Saga. I was thinking yeah. you're going, I don't think it's Sage. No, no, you're right. I'm sorry, my mistake. Uh and I just I mean I just wanna I just I know a lot of people are like, we shouldn't let an eight year old be in charge. All I'm gonna do is gesture vaguely to the planet and go <laughs> Maybe. We could Listen, obviously all I'm right. saying is that strange little girls. Walking around ponds, finding swords, 
is not a basis for a system of government. Or is it? <laughs> All I'm saying is, they have, they have the current ones worked out? You were so pissed about the whole robot uprising. Now I'm willing to give you an eight-year-old girl who found an old sword, and you're still not happy. Also, like, mad props. Huge shout-out to Dan Sterling and uh, Professor Stone for getting in on that little uh, Monty Python clone. Yeah, I actually, can I tell you right now that, uh, that I, I was shamed because I didn't follow up with another Monty Python reference. Um, so that was hard for me. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get started. Yay! Shame. Uh, rice, rice, wheat, or barley. Uh, sometimes tapioca. With sometimes other, sweet potatoes. With other starches. But that's mm. soju, so I can only Just whatever gets mixed in. You know. The only yeah. thing I can find on the internet for baiju is that it's a popular male name in India. Okay, we may have the we may not have the name exactly correct then. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and get started with this week in geek. Hopefully so we did not just. This oh is the segment God. where. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> Come on, Dan. Like, hey. No, I burped and I tasted it again. That's and it was terrible. Oh no, it's Baiju. Baiju. B a i j i u. I was just yeah. Uh, Baiju is characterized by solid state fermentation and distillation using a grain culture called ku. Hmm. Which allows for simultaneous sacrification and fermentation. We just drank something that I've never heard of, so this is going to be a great episode. Let's go! It was very little. Anyway, point <laughs> is, uh, Star Wars: Last Jedi. An academically researched report came out Ugh. that oh, literally likes those. That literally concludes Eli was right. Boring. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, uh, so there's an academic research paper by uh, Morton Bay, and um, basically what it came down to is he. You know, I'm going to read this thing. This is from Birth Movies Death. Reading from the uh, reading from the article here, researcher Morton Bay released an academic paper attempting to address the questions around the last. Je- you know, this is around Last Jedi and the things. Uh, and all of the the divisiveness that came around that movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, uh, so picking back up from the quote here, entitled "Weaponizing the Haters, the Last Jedi, and the Strategic Politization of Pop Culture Through Social Media Manipulation." Uh, pause. They actually do this because all academic papers must be just incredibly boring to title. Um, quoting: It examines a sampling of 967 tweets, one per account, sent to writer director Ryan Johnson over a period of six months, analyzing language used in the tweets as well as the qualities possessed by the account tweeting them, Bay came to some starting conclusions and some that aren't startling at all. Turns out the film's Twitter haters follow a similar pattern to its Rotten Tomato haters. To which I guess, perhaps for your sake, can we just say, duh? Yeah. So what they did was they grabbed the 967 tweets and they broke them down by where they came from and what they talked about and then categorized them into good, neutral, or bad uh, feelings towards the movie. Of those, 21.9% were negative. And when they investigated those 21.9%, they found that only 10.5% were legit, like actual people who disliked the movie. The rest were a mix of, uh, they actually either call them trolls or what they call sock puppets. Mm. which is where somebody creates a fake account or an additional second account specifically to just be terrible. Well, now I'm just thinking of the Syphil and Ollie show and that's adorable. Uh, different, but <laughs> I see where your head's at. Um, so that, and then uh, the rest are actually legit. So, uh, so then some of these they found basically did the same kind of stuff when they, when they talk about uh, hacking the 2016 election, you know, they weren't, they don't mean that people literally hacked like voting machines. They refer to the Russian hackers and they're influencing through social media, the American public with fake news stories, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like you just taught a lot of people something. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that, folks. 
<laughs> but that part's true. And understand that this is not us getting political. This is just statements of what is widely... Because we don't do that. We're not doing that. Uh, he didn't just do that. I didn't. That was. This is just. This is just a state. This mm-hmm. is what happened. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of statements of fact. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so they did, however, manage to follow several of these back and find that they were both originating from Russia and followed the same uh, pattern as, like, to a very, very close degree as the what we would find on social media. What? So the question then became: Why did Russian With bots? <laughs> why did Russian bots hate Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Uh, we don't know exactly, but Bay, the researcher, speculates, quote, and this is actually quoting directly from the paper itself. The likely objective of these measures is increasing media coverage of the fandom conflict, thereby adding to and further propagating a narrative of widespread discord and dysfunction in American society. Persuading voters of this narrative remains a strategic goal for the U.S. alt-right movement as well as the Russian Federation. The results of the study show that among those who addressed The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson directly on Twitter to express their dissatisfaction, more than half are bots, trolls slash sock puppets, or political activists using the debate to propagate political messages supporting extreme right-wing causes and the discrimination of gender, race, or sexuality, end quote. (laughs) You feel? Got it. Now, I remember saying this multiple times that if this were a D&D world, the trolls would all be Russians. That is their race. (laughs) No. No. We're going to back that up. Well, no, wait a minute. No, No, hold on. The trolls are all islanders, first of all. Wow, we're not oh. getting better here. Oh, wait a minute, no, I'm, oh, going, no, I'm, getting, wow. I'm going, wow, I'm going World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, not D&D, World of Warcraft. Ah, the okay, trolls yeah. are all like, they have like, like Islander accents. <sighs> I'm, just, I'm also just stating a video game fact, everyone. Anybody want to say anything about Ferengi by any chance? Nope. Nope. Well, nope. World, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> she means Jamaican specifically. World of no, I don't mean Jamaican specifically. <laughs> So the study is available online. You can you can grab it from the birth movie death article that came out on ten two eighteen. The art. The, so I, I got a chance to read through parts of the research paper. It's not not terribly long for an academic paper like that, but um, it's pretty good uh, and it's pretty interesting if you're into those things. What I think is really interesting, I think from a purely geek standpoint, if we can you know get through this next segment without saying anything vaguely racist for just a minute, that'd be um, cool. That'd be real cool. The uh, I think indigenous peoples, Eli. Oh. I think I think among the more interesting points here, though, is that their uh, the desire to to weaponize the haters, uh, which is a really weird <laughs> sentence. Anyway, um, it's like a really educated like Kanye song or something. <laughs> that, <laughs> did he poop? Uh, scoop doop. Just dressed up as a giant bottle of Perrier and go for it. Uh, wait, why? Why Perrier? Did you wait? Do you think Perrier is champagne? Did you not see Saturday Night Live with Kanye? Oh no, I didn't. Oh okay. yeah, it's JK. You uh, need to investigate. No, you don't. Don't do it. The uh, anyway, but the, I think it's interesting that that you know if you're trying to undermine American society now, Star Wars is an illegitimate target. Yeah, which is an interesting statement from somebody who was born in the '80s and grew up through like if you go back and watch the old '90s like like Revenge of the uh, '80s Revenge of the Nerds yeah. and the '90s uh, bully stuff. That was us. Uh, mm-hmm. That was me specifically. Freaks and geeks. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was that was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now all of a sudden the things that I like. Are, are ways to undermine American society, which, I mean, yay, I think. Well, this is their, the, like, the dying breath, because he always said, like, the nerds are going to inherit the earth, right? Like, we will take over. Uh, this is everyone else. I mean, else. it'll be ashes, but, yeah. Well, yeah, but this is their, like, this is their, like, the bullies uh, dying uh, swing, you know. Try- <laughs> but hasn't it, hasn't it always been that way with counterculture and, 
and like not following the herd and going in your own direction. So I think that there's always been sort of that idea of um, the geeks and the nerds, like yeah. n- like going against what is the norm, and people are uncomfortable with that in general. Yeah. Yeah, and then we all went mainstream and nobody knows what to do now. I know. Although, and I do want to be clear here, there are legitimate complaints with The Last Jedi. I am not claiming that The Last Jedi was a perfect movie. Right. By any means. I've, I mean, even as a guy who really enjoyed the most of it, the entire Canto Bite Casino thing was just... The best? Just terrible. Oh. It was just <laughs> terrible. It was it was V-bad. Uh, yeah. And there were some other parts in this, too, that, I mean, there are le- definitely legitimate criticisms and things that Ryan Johnson did that I'm like, wh- why? Uh, why are you hating? Not everybody. So all I'm saying is not everybody hates The Last Jedi is, ultima- is automatically a bot or alt-right or whatever. But just, half of just them Just most are. likely. No, half, around half. Like, what was it? Proven by statistical research. 10.5 out of 21.9. So less than half. No. What? Yeah. Yeah, if 10.5% were legit real what, people. One third. Out of so two, 90% of that 20%. No, 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 no. 21.9% thought it was negative. Right. Okay. And then 10.5 of the overall s- sample. Not 10.5 of 21.9. 10.5 out of 100. Mm. And 21.9 out of 100. I actually read the damn paper. So did I. So one third of uh, of haters are actual people. No, one one tenth. I said one third of actual haters. So twenty nine percent of haters. Oh, like half. Uh, tw- it doesn't matter. Watching, <laughs> Moving on. Watching hey, math is hey, probably my favorite part of this episode. Do we have any episode. good Star Wars news? Um. Yes. Yes. Yay. Go to the next thing. There we go. Hey, look, we're getting another spinoff movie, and it's gonna be. If cool. we had a white correct here, Maybe. no, just saying. What? This is a live-action television series. Hey, we're getting another spinoff live-action television series, and it's going to be cool, probably. Um, but it has the best title of any Star Wars movie in a long time. Yes. Yes. It's called uh, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Does so, it, is that the best title of any? That is awesome. I mean, I feel like this is we're in the same vein as, like... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Say it. J- just... Get it out. We're defining the movie with the thing again. TV show. I'm sorry. The TV show. Whatever. The media. We're defining the media with the with the name of the thing. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, Solo, a Star Wars story. You like, kind of mean like you mean like Seinfeld, or Doctor Who, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> or, or Django Friends, and, or Django Unchained. I'm sorry, I didn't know that this episode was just all about making me look like an or idiot. Elf. Well, I mean, that's your choice. But I want to know who is asking for this. Me. It's yeah. the, it's them. Who yeah, who yeah, says yeah. you know what this could need. Is is this? Ooh, I'll, Wait, I'll tell them about Mandalorian. Boba Fett is what this means. No, no, no. no it's um, not Boba Fett. It's after the stories of Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Right. So if you read this wonderful slide in the graphics package <laughs> that producer Dan put together. So, so a couple things here. We so. need to first acknowledge that that Liz is correct. Uh, that when they talked with, uh, say it again slower. Liz <laughs> is correct. Is that good? Let me get breathier. This is great for me. This is correct. <laughs> okay, that's enough. All right. Uh, so there was uh, an interview with Bob Iger, who's the guy in charge of all things Disney, who then owns everything you care about. And um, in in that interview, uh, I think it was Bob Iger who came out and said, "Look, we kind of went a little, we kind of a little crazy with the Star Wars stuff. We need to, we need to pull back on how much we're releasing, which is why they're not going to be releasing Star Wars movies every six months anymore. Right? Um, which is why they put a lot of the Star Trek things that you've heard about have been on hold or delayed or canceled or whatever. Um, 
that's talking about the movie side of things, and it's legitimate. I really enjoyed Solo. I would understand why other people did not. Um, so I loved Solo. I, did, I, I thought I, it was great. I did too. But I mean, again, if you didn't like that one, I get that. There's yeah. there are definitely things about it that are that are problematic. Um, but on the TV side of things, however, we have never ever had a live action Star Wars TV show. Um, the closest we ever got was the uh, infamous Star Wars Christmas special, uh, uh, which you can if you just. We bring that up less than we bring up episodes one through three. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, episodes. Yeah, this is this is like. Yeah, I, I would I would put that on the same part as like the Crystal Skull. Like it's not something you really want to acknowledge exists if you don't have to. It's everyone hiding uh, a refrigerator. Mm. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Stargate episode? So <laughs> the um so the the show here though is John Favreau, who's the guy who was responsible for launching the MCU. Uh-huh. He's the guy who directed Iron Man One. He also plays Happy yes. in that in that same show. So what uh, you're saying is this movie. is gonna turn into movie. something really big. I I believe so, and they've actually got the so and the Mandalorians are Boba Fett. So if you've seen any of the Star Wars Boba Fett, that's the guy that we're talking about here. It's his people. So the Mandalorians actually have an incredibly interesting story. Well, no, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, right? Not a, not the Mandalorians are like all. Squares are all rectangles are squares, but not all squares are rectangles. I'm sorry, you are correct. Uh, he was a he is from the pl- planet Mandalore, uh, and Mandalore has this very interesting history. If you well, interesting, I'll put in air quotes. Uh, but the interesting history, they actually fight Jedi. That's what they do. They are very good at it, and um, they have lots of things that can stop a lightsaber. Why do so, they fight Jedi, Al? Uh, they're basically a giant war people who have a real big issue with. Uh, being conquered and being forced to fight, and uh, if you go back and look at the prequels, and the and more importantly than the prequels, the Clone Wars animated series, a lot of what you get about them is that they actually called the Jedi on their bullshit long before Order sixty six, which Ooh. is the thing where the stormtroopers kill all the Jedi at the end of Episode three. I push my glasses up my nose and continue. <laughs> um, so, Master Anakin, am I going to grow up to be big and strong like you one day? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> awkward. Uh, so there. So the thing that I think I love the most about this, though, is that this is uh, not about Jedi. And if there's one thing that I really, really want from my Star Wars, and I know this sounds crazy, I want a hell of a lot less Jedi. <laughs> Jedi are among the most boring parts of what you're doing in this now universe. Now you sound like Luke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually, that actually may be why I like the Last Jedi so much because he's like set the tree on fire. Seriously, just burn the whole goddamn thing down. Uh, so I'm really interested in, in that because there's a lot of really interesting stories to tell. So that's the first part. But the other part here is the list of directors. So John Favreau. For those of you who don't spend all of your time researching dork and entertainment shit, good for you. Um, there's J- John Favreau is the showrunner. He's the guy ultimately in charge of everything. But they'll bring in directors to direct a bunch of the episodes. It's not the same guy directing everything. And this list of directors is insane. So they've got um, the least interesting one of them is David Filoni, is Dave Filoni, who uh, it was the creator of the Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance. So all three animated shows. He is, as far as I'm concerned, uh, as a Star Wars nerd, he is about three steps behind George Lucas himself for making Star Wars what it is and making Star Wars as awesome as it is. Uh, to me, you've got Lucas, you've got um, uh, 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 John Williams, okay, the composer, uh, who did all the music for it. And then you've got uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and then I think Dave Filoni, I think is the... He's 
he's insane. And he's the least interesting of the choices that they've got. Uh, Deborah Chow, who's a TV veteran of Mr. Robot. Jessica Jones of Better Call Saul. You've got Rick. Um, oh, he was. Yeah. Okay. I'm really bad at saying his name. Producer Dan, also our, our, our pronunciation I, specialist. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just. I mean, the, on point three there at the very bottom of the He directed sheet. Dope, and he was supposed to direct the Flash movie. Um, Famuyiwa. Yeah, well, I think collectively we've now insulted every out. Asian in the history of just Asia. Oh, I don't think uh, he's Asian. But. I think he is. Anyway, uh, he's also... <laughs> uh, He's also uh, an upcoming. He's also doing it. Up, uh, the uh, directing the upcoming uh, African-oriented Disney princess film called uh, Sade. Say Sade. Sade. I can't pronounce that shit. Specialist. Yep, that's not what I do. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who was the actress, but she's uh, from the one you guys talked about her last week. Ooh, the one Ni- who runs Nigerian American. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she's sure what that's I do. What I, that's what I thought. Oh well, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's the one who runs from dinosaurs in her heels, uh, and which, Ron Howard's daughter, who's a great director. Yes, and then uh, and then last and most important, uh, you say it too because I'm tired of getting made fun of for pronouncing it wrong. Taika Waititi. There you go. Hey, you did it. Uh, who's the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok along with what we do in the shadows and the hunt for the wilder people, and played Korg. Uh, and played Korg. He's this th- that list of directors is. Just mind blowing. Um, it's pretty so good. It's pretty damn good. They're going to be especially those last two. Yeah, yeah. It gives them something to, something to do in their downtime. Yeah. <laughs> in between, mm-hmm. you know, five hundred plus million dollar movies. Yeah, uh, yeah something. I know. I, I like. I like. Them, like they're going to take some PTO. Just run over, yeah. direct that episode <laughs> or two, and come back. You know, guys, I'm going to take two days off. Speaking of PTO, oh boy. Uh, mm. Up next. James Gunn. Um. Oh, how the mighty have fallen and. Got right back up again. Maybe fix the DCU. Mm. So here's the thing. James Gunn has been confirmed. So you remember James Gunn. He was the guy who directed the first two Guardians of the Galaxy films. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that some tweets that he made about 10 years ago, which were horrific. And let's not... Let's not let's not glaze over that at all. They were some horrific garbage. Uh, they were they were rather homophobic. They were sexist. They were a little jokes. racist. They were misogynistic. They were jokes. They were jokes. They were absolutely it's jokes. Important to remember that they were jokes. It was, and but he was going for that really crass shock humor that right. I mean, some people enjoy. I personally it was around the time that he directed Slither. Correct. Uh, oh, Slither was terrible. Yeah, that was James Gunn. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, he got... Uh, I'm sorry no. to make you so upset. <laughs> oh, it's just a gross... It's a gross movie. It's a gross horror movie. Yeah. Anyway. So he um, he got busted for these tweets that he did 10 years ago, which was a little weird because he'd already acknowledged them several times in the years between that and uh, had apologized profusely and, you know, really owned them and said, you know what? I did those. Those were terrible. I shouldn't have done that. I'm really sorry. But he still got fired. Uh, but he got fired anyway because a Disney exec found about found out about the thing that he hadn't made a secret and then fired him without telling anyone. That's interesting. Well, and because of Roseanne got fired. Right. So he Nobody's had to get taking fired any too. chances, you know. So, nope. No, no, stay focused. Mm-mm. So, uh he uh so they fired him from from Guardians of the Galaxy. There was a big to-do. Uh most using his script. Still using his script. Dave Batista who plays Drax was really pissed. Uh, everybody was really rather disappointed. And that's where we left him. Mhm. Till today, when Warner Brothers confirmed that he is go- that he is writing the script for Suicide Squad Two, 
you'll remember Suicide Squad as the really terrible DC movie that had amazing trailers yeah. starring Will Smith as uh, Deadshot and Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and what was legitimately an amazing Harley Quinn and, and Eli's favorite Joker. I still that movie is not called uh, Suicide Squad One. It is called Joker Point Five. Mm-hmm. Ha. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, totally. Um, if anybody can fix that Joker, though, it might be James Gunn. I don't think the core of Jared Leto's Joker was a bad idea. And that's all of the good things I can say about it. <laughs> I think accepting it at face value, I, en- I enjoyed it. I didn't want my time back. It wasn't Citizen Kane or anything or, or the best, like, superhero oh, I thought, okay, movie I said, For a minute, seen. I thought you, like, just, like, said that you wanted your time back after Citizen Kane. And I was like, <laughs> That piece of garbage. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Whoa! Spoilers. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, it wasn't a spoiler until you said spoiler. <laughs> it's the sled. Boom! Oh, Al, oh! No! Yeah, yeah. Deal with it. Anyway, you were saying. I was just saying that I didn't want my time back. If you accept it at face value and not compare it to these, you know, billion-dollar Marvel movies that have been around and established and all that kind of stuff, and and compared it to them. I think if you accept it at face value, it wasn't the best movie, that's for sure. But I didn't want my time back afterwards. There were parts of it that I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed I giggled from time to time. I, I enjoyed the, the, the plot for the most part for what you could find of the plot. Right. The pieces of the plot were fun. <laughs> the pieces are, of the are plot you were listening great. to those yourself were the best right five now. minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, those yeah. <laughs> I mean I yeah, there were there were Emily, and I, Emily's the eternal optimist. I well and I actually loved Amanda Waller. Sure. Oh, yeah. She's she great. was a great character. I really wish they'd done good things with her. Uh, but she is, like, in the comics, a phenomenal character and a great, I don't even, you can't even call her a bad guy, but a great adversary. Maybe antagonist go. is a bit more accurate. Um, so there were pieces of that. But James Gunn on Suicide Squad makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Could we have found, like, a less aggressive picture of him, though, <laughs> for trying to. <laughs> I thought the aggressiveness fit <laughs> the that, film. That's where he sits nowadays. He, <laughs> listen, he gonna he gonna redo the whole thing. Oh. He, he gonna he gonna wipe some slates. I, I hope mean. I hope he wipes that Joker slate. <laughs> well, look. As, as who is your Who is your Okay, so we did this episode last week where we recast mm-hmm. the X Men. Like so this. I would like to know right now who is your Joker, Dan? Who is your ideal Joker? Oh, like recasting? Yes. Ooh. Oh, this is a whole episode. I don't know if we want to go. Don't, chew don't on say that. Joaquin Phoenix. Chew on that. Are we uh, saying now today? Yeah. Okay, that makes it more interesting. Yeah. You know what? Let's table that because that's a really, really good question. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I want time to ponder that as well. But the best Joker of all time is just, I mean, that's Mark Hamill. There's no. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's Batman, Mark Hamill. Yeah, the voice. Batman the Animated <laughs> Series. <laughs> He does oh, the Joker. Okay. I was, I, was, also, I was going straight live action with that, and I was like, uh. Isn't he also the, the voice in Arkham City in the game? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's if also you, his joke. It's so good. It is. He does. That, that that Joker is the best Joker. That laugh is the best laugh. Oh. And just anyway, so many things about that. I, I don't know. I'm a Nicholson fan. Point. That's not bad. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on you for it. But um, anyway, but the thing about this is, so here, here's, what, here's what's really important, I think, about this whole James Gunn thing. Um. DC needs a way to be able to separate itself, separate itself out from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it needs a way to be able to to kind of bloody uh, Marvel's nose just a little bit in the process. This lets them do both of those things. Yeah, it says. I mean, it's very much like this is a big fu. Like, oh, you fired him. Well, 
Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Suicide Squad, I think, is a, is the perfect project for him to be on because Suicide Squad, you know, one of the things that DC's constantly paranoid about and the reason they keep doing such terrible shit is they don't want to be Marvel. They want to make sure they've got a different look and feel and voice than the MCU, which makes sense. It is in what all... better way than by stealing the, their directors? Well... Not stealing. <laughs> taking what is rightfully up for the taking. Well, they've got... That they, was not a great no, sentence. Got, it's fine. <laughs> They've got That's a, not the show title. Damn you, Baiju. <laughs> uh, there's a... Uh, uh there's a there, you've got an experienced director who's got a lot of cred. You can bloody Marvel's nose by picking him up and having him do something. And Suicide Squad is definitely a DC thing. I'm not saying that Marvel doesn't have their own version of it, but it doesn't touch what you get from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Those that's just that's just it. So I think you've got a really good, really good possibility there. So I'm happy for James Gunn. I am too. Good job. Just don't say anything else horrific and we'll all be good. Well, yeah, just, you know, don't act like a 20 year old on Twitter anymore. And, right. and if this one sucks, then there's just no, there's nothing you can do for DC at that point. I just, I want it's DC like the, to do well. It's like, what, else, what are the bones? Can you throw them and hand them to, to make this stuff? Well, work? actually we could, we could talk about that in uh, our next piece right there. Look at us with all of our Boom. segues Look today. Look at segues, Boom. you guys. Uh, all right, it's so not as good of a segue when you place. point them out every time. I'm just saying. No, we celebrate. We celebrate the victories. That's right. <laughs> so we, uh, we celebrate mediocrity. The, <laughs> the victories, damn it. Uh, New York Comic Con was across the past week, October 4th through 7th in um, New York. That's where they do New York Comic Con. Uh, Wait, where's the shock code? Yes. <laughs> no, no, you're not getting your voice up. No thing. Um, so there's, uh, there's a lot to cover there, but we're actually just going to focus on, on some trailers. That dropped around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to you start with Daredevil? Sure. You want to start Daredevil? Okay. Who is fake Daredevil? That is a question. Is well, that the point of the really season? That's not really a question. But it is, we all know who it, it is, is a question. Right? I didn't. That's why I asked the question. I actually don't know who it is either. Who is it? Bullseye. Who's Bullseye? Oh. Uh, so Bullseye d- is a classic Daredevil and Spider-Man villain. Um, um, he's kind of like the dead shot of Marvel okay. where like he always hits the bullseye. Okay. Also the Hawkeye and okay. the green arrow. What is his know. motivation no, for different... dressing up like daredevil and pretending to be daredevil? Well, because they're trying to frame daredevil for doing crimes instead of being a hero. So what better way to do it than have somebody who can hit a target blindfolded using his little sticky things. Oh. Yeah. yeah. His batons. So the, Sounds a lot less threatening when you call them batons and sticky things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know true. what else to call them, but... Oh, no. He hit me with his sticky things. <laughs> he hit me with his baton nope. after practice. Ugh. Nope. Oh, boy. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Don't like what I just said. So, uh, the most important thing here, though, is the return of Wilson Fisk. Yes. Uh, at, or, a.k.a. Kingpin, is played by Vincent D'Onofrio. He was the bad guy from season so one. And holy shit, have I been waiting for him to come just back. Just like, you just hold him in the highest esteem of like the best bad guy of any series that you've watched ever, right? Like yeah, you pretty much. Love Kingpin. I mean, uh, among the Marvel Netflix, there's zero doubt. If I were to expand out, I'm going to have a real hard time finding a better bad guy. You didn't mm-hmm. like Kilgrave? No, Kilgrave oh, was amazing. Fantastic also. So good. But but Kilgrave, and this but thing is... better. Well, Maybe and, not better, yeah. but he's well, a different type of... Right. He's a very yeah. different, but more importantly, Wilson Fisk has an entire season, whereas Kilgrave... I mean, even Gra- I mean, even Loki only got a handful of movies. There's been, you know, uh, uh, D'Onofrio's Kingpin has already gotten more screen time. Oh, Did you see his, his little tease tweet 
this week. No. Somebody tweeted at him, uh, too bad this closes the door on the possibility of Kingpin in the MCU. And he said, says who? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. He, and Kingpin is such a fantastic bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. So D'Onofrio, I think that's the thing that I'm most interested in. There was another really, do you know about, because when we left, uh, I guess minor spoilers, don't, if you watch The Defenders, but don't at this point. Um, <laughs> it just, it wasn't that good. I was so it wasn't dis- that bad Let either. make their own decisions or be sad about their own decisions. Right. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to save them. What's what, what 12 hours of their life. <laughs> like justice league bad. No, no, but it was not Avengers. Good. No. And they were trying to plug it as Netflix Avengers. You took three really good characters and one character who's got some possibilities later and just made... Anyway, are you familiar? Because at the end of it, uh, uh, spoilers, I guess, Daredevil dies, but he's clearly not that dead. He got better. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he turned me into a newt. See, I'm trying, I'm trying to make up for it with a more money python quote. Do you know about this arc in the comics? Because I don't know it. Um, vaguely, not enough to really speak on it. Okay. He and comes back from the dead. It's kind of what comic characters do. Yeah. Right. Like no comic characters are ever actually dead. No. Yeah. No, they come back. And they, well, I, in the comics, I believe he was resurrected and then became like the leader of the hand. Well, that would suck for him. Yeah. And then, well, they're gone now anyway. <laughs> and then we Danny Rand became the new daredevil. We know he's not the leader of the eye. <laughs> Okay. God. The uh, so Shira. So well, anyway. So no, <laughs> one more real minor point about this. But yes, absolutely, we can we can do this. Uh, I do love. There's this thing about hate where the dare, where Daredevil attacks in our church, and you see that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, is always an interesting piece because one of the things about Matt Murdock is that he is Catholic, uh, and that's a big part of his character. And so having the, the I think the church piece and how they kept that in there is something I really. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they've done a great job with that. They have. Mm-hmm. So that's all I care about for that. Uh, where are we going next? You want to do Shira? Why not? Have you? No. What would you think, Liz? Uh, really? Well, it's no. Okay, hold on. Don't like deduce from my. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was just basing it on your reactions. I mean, all. it looked like a cool cartoon, but this is the issue: is that I am too young for original Shira. Uh huh. Sure. So, so like, looking at it on its own merits, well, I guess you don't do the cartoon thing either, really. Yeah, not really. Oh, okay. I really don't. Emily, what you think? Emily, what you think, of Shira? <laughs> do, you, do you like cartoons more than her? <laughs> Please, I'm, I'm, I'm feel- really intense about this. I'm feeling very peer pressured right now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to take a step back. Damn it. No, um, I don't. You know what, Al? Listen, I got, you, I got your back, Al. As the fellow cartoonist, cartooner on the cartoonist? show. Cartoonist? Cartooner? Tuner? Cartoon-y. Can we just start calling you a tuner? Tuner? Yeah. Tuner? Yeah. Sure. Listen, it's got that uh, like Steven Universe coloring and, and style. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. Steven Universe. And the, yeah, yeah. The, uh, you get the, 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 the princess. What do they call them? The, uh, the princesses of power? Yes. Princesses yeah. of power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it looks good. It, it does. I it, think. No, it looks fun. It's a complete retelling of the origin, right? Uh, basically, no. I'm not. I didn't know Shira's stuff that well because in the '80s, you uh, you really weren't allowed to watch the opposite gender stuff. And it was early '80s. Yeah. So. Oh, that was back in the days of like. There's He-Man and there's She-Ra. Gender segregation. Absolutely. No, seriously. Like, yeah. It is like uh, my kid, my kid, you know, I told you before, my kid was Supergirl one year. Like right. we don't, we're, whatever. But when I was growing up, not that my mom would have had any issue with it, but it would have been it incredibly was like, weird yeah, if I was watching Strawberry it, Shortcake. It was like just known that like you watched Ninja Turtles and I right. watched 
My Little Pony, yeah. Strawberry Shortcake, uh, Punky Brewster, although I did watch Punky Brewster because fuck whoa, you, that was whoa. awesome. I don't think that fits into that category. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I was watching it too, so I'm not yeah. going to argue with you. Um, but there was, yeah. Did but, this die in the late 80s and the no, early 90s then? No, because this, well, this because I watched Batman and X-Men. Like, I watched. Yeah, you're solid 90s but I, at that point. But I had an older brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's right. like I watched what my brother watched and there wasn't so much like gender conformity as much as they were like, are you entertaining your sister? Because we can't right now. Well, <laughs> originally they said, let's make like the biggest, most muscular action figure we can. And then we'll just figure out a plot. <laughs> and that's and that how they He-Man? came up with He-Man. Uh, uh, and then they were like, but girls don't like this. So we got to figure out something to get the girls watching. The biggest, most muscular girl. <laughs> Basically <laughs> what they did. Yeah. So there was only two seasons, uh, 93 episodes. I don't know this off the top of my head. I looked it up. All right. Just so we're clear on that point here. Uh, ran from September of 85 through December of 86. Okay. Yep. Wait, so, two seasons with 93 episodes? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. how you did it in the... That's so many episodes. It what? is. Well, like, in the 80s, all of these cartoons were designed to sell toys. And weren't they like 15-minute episodes that they would put back-to-back? Yeah, some of those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I, saw only, like, I only saw a handful of them. I saw the crossover. Well, we were like man. four or five right. years old at the time. Um, but yeah, so they... Yeah, but they were, and they were, everything was just designed to sell toys. That's all, all of it was. G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtles, Transformers, He-Man, She-Ra, My Little Pony, Cabbage. There was a Cabbage Patch Kid, uh, Cabbage Patch cartoon that ran for a little bit. Strawberry mm-hmm. Shortcake. Strawberry Shortcake, all of them. Mm-hmm. So this actually, though, I agree with you. I love the animation. Uh, I love the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, the She-Ra didn't really have a plot any more than He-Man, really. They have, like, this technical plot, yeah. but nothing that really matters. Um, but this thing actually is more reminiscent, I think, of Voltron, uh, the way that's looking these days. Uh, I also... The animation was a touchy one for me because I get real... I, I hated everything that came... Well, I just refer to it all collectively like the Ren and Stimpy style oh, animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hated... All of that, the just all of them, the cow, chicken, cat, dog, whatever. I hated all of those things. You hated cat, dog. I hated all of those things. What about angry beavers? All of those things. I love angry beavers. Say it again. All of them. (laughs) Uh, Ah, Real monsters. Thank you for saying the title correctly. Uh, What was the one with the the imaginary? There was one that was I really enjoyed. There was guy was a bunch of imaginary creatures. Oh, uh, Foster's yeah, Foster's, Foster's home for imaginary pets. Yeah. Yes. What? Foster's home for imaginary yeah. creatures. Friends. 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 Oh, friends. friends. Imaginary yeah. friends. That that was amazing. Foster's legit. But yeah, the Steven Universe animation. I'm I good mean, with it. Just never heard of that before. Oh wow, you well you don't if if you. It you was the kind of lived. show. Well, no, I think, I think it's the kind of show that you in particular would enjoy. Okay. Oh, yeah. All um, right. Especially on a late Saturday okay. night. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. No, that wasn't. No, I genuinely like you to enjoy the characters. I wasn't yeah. trying to make a reference to. Anyway. <laughs> well, so <laughs> what's, what's extra cool about, at least in the trailers you see, is that they don't really like who's good and who's bad is sort of like mixed up. You get to see both sides of the plot line in the story. Yeah. It just seems like they really need to sit down and have a cup of coffee. That, you know, I you mean, know? her and her best friend, like, that's, you get that sort of, they're going to be battling it out, and I think you're going to get a couple seasons of this stuff. It's going to be good. Oh, absolutely. And I think it'll be really and good. And the voices. You know, now, we, what was that show, the um, the Harley Quinn, what would they call that one? The uh, Oh, the little teaser trailer there? Yeah. They did for I the... did not like the voices in that. Just that's uh, Kaylee Cuoco from uh, the Big mm-hmm. Bang Theory. Yep. Not a fan of the voices, mm. whereas this, I'm loving the voices yeah. in this trailer. Well, you're a tuner, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I know these things. I'm with you. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, so, Al, tell us about Spock. 
He's well, got a beard. Well, actually, one, one, one last piece. At the uh, very really? end of the She-Ra tra- at the very end of the She-Ra trailer, yeah. there was uh, there she she says Grayskull, which is a part of her normal thing. Uh-huh. Make, which, which leads into He-Man. Yes. I want to know how you reimagine He-Man and anything that makes sense in 2018. You don't. You make him a a side part of the show. Oh, God, show. he has to be, like, sassy gay friend. <laughs> he, seriously. <laughs> like, that's seriously. the only way that you can make He-Man work in 2018. What's is he going ha- on? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No, the, no, no. The internet. It's yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, you're right, because, I mean, to see, like, to go back and imagine that in 2018, you're like, Oh, you just got out of the worst pride parade. Uh, like, it's just like instead of his normal, it's hey. <laughs> I just he just runs around yelling, "Yes, queen!" She anyway, uh, does something amazing, "Yas, queen!" I'm just, I'm just princess. Anyway, the um, yas princess. So of power. I'm good for it. They already have that character. <laughs> <laughs> Saw it in the trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, a bit. So Star Trek, Spock has a beard, and people freak the hell out. Yep. I don't like it. I don't care. Can be honest with you right now, it's like Spock's facial hair. It's I'm a, sorry. It's no, a, I don't care about your feelings about it. I don't a, care about Spock having a beard in yeah. general. It's a bad beard. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's just it's just a poor beard. It's not gonna stop me like, from watching. This. He or, needs or to take like this right. part right not here. Watching. Like, come on, you gotta tr- come on. Uh, you can't tell down. me that they don't have razors in space. You tell you tell me that you know how the Vulcans are supposed to grow perfect beards? Like they already have everything else. They're like elves. Like they're already too badass that is. Like yeah. they can't have badass beards also. Uh, like leave that to an elf with a Shitty beard? No, because elves can't grow beards. And classic high fantasy. Yeah, I know. Um, Spock is an elf. So I will say this though: if he, but he's half human, which is why he can grow a Uh, shitty shitty beard. That's why a shitty beard. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. He should. I mean, he should come over and and check out Elijah because Elijah grows illustrious goddamn beards. He does. I'm not as quickly as you though. Well, no, mine grow in faster. Yeah. His grow in better. Didn't you shave right before the show? I actually was shaving uh, at the table when we hit record. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, so I want a five o'clock shadow. I shave at four 30. You ever seen the Santa Claus? Yeah, actually, <laughs> that's I, basically how. Yeah, it spoke to me. Uh, anyway, but so the but the the beard isn't really an interesting piece for me here. Did you see the uniforms? Yeah, we have original series uniforms. Gone classic. Uh, right. Which makes sense since it's a prequel. Now I want to know: do, do you think that that's because that it started off as a prequel, leading into like what we know, or do you think that it's because people were like really upset about the fact that we were so unconventional with the uniforms? Or a little bit of both. Well, I think it was supposed to be like a transition period between Enterprise and original series, right? Right, right. Well, Enterprise is supposed to take place... Star Trek Enterprise takes place before this. Right, yeah. And then this... then So Star Trek Enterprise, then this, and then, yes, Star Trek the original series with the one with Kirk and Spock. Uh Uh-huh. So, yes, I think you're, you're right. But what this thing did, what Discovery did... And the reason that they just turned all the continuity on its head is because they're in a different they're in a different universe, and you don't find that out until you're about halfway through the season. Spoilers. Um, but I gotta tell you, man, this show is bonkers. And apparently, we're getting redesigned Klingons again, again, because we're jumping realities. Yeah. And that's like they did it in a way that is so good. Now, if this, so, how well did the first? Uh, the first series do uh, ratings wise yeah. or pretty solid. So I know you, had, you had to specifically get the stream. The first season, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. You, you had to get the stream at a purchase. He's all 
Nuvian. He's. I know. He's, he's calling it series. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think he it did. It did. I mean, it did well enough to get a solid renewal. It did well enough to be able to put CBS All Access on the map. So if this one kills it, what's the chance we get a reimagining of James T. Kirk? Oh. Like just, almost, almost certainly, because that would be something great to reboot. I mean, it has what been it, visited since. We already did that in the movies. Can we just? No, no, can no. We just move forward. No, can we no. go post Voyager, please. Here's the thing. You know, I'm with you on that. Can you we kn- please go post Voyager. We are. We are going. Post I know. Voyager. We we are, we are with with the, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Who played Jean Luc Picard? Can we, can we get a right. new Enterprise that's post Voyager? I believe that will also probably come in, but but I was with you. I was I had strong strong reservations about this this thing. Like, I thought it was going to be a shit show, and I was never going to pay for CBS All Access. Y- and you after pay having important, you? no, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Afterward, I'm going to tell you that I was wrong about the show. The show is actually really really good. I'm still not going to pay for CBS all that. I'm not paying for CBS. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but you could get young Sheldon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, can I tell you right now? So no, don't you dare. No. Don't no, you no, no, dare. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with young Sheldon. Oh, God. Okay. So <laughs> I, not that I, now I, of course, as I've mentioned several times, never partake in any form of illegal or illicit piracy. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, I know people who have. And do you know one of the hardest shows to find Anywhere, huh. Murphy Brown. Which Murphy it, Brown. It just got re- the it's, Murphy it's just come back. It just got yeah. No, that's what got, I mean. The reboot of Murphy Brown. You cannot find anywhere. And they're it going is, hard political. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I haven't been able to find it. Oh no, I, I I've I, I watched a few minutes of it. Yeah, and they went like the opposite direction of Roseanne. Yeah. In a big way. Oh, like almost like it, like where you're just like uncomfortable and you're just like, like come on. She broke into the press room at the White House and like tried to rally the troops oh. against Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh. Well, that's Which yeah. is not and that they, far they off. They used clips of Sarah Huckabee Sanders and like cut them together into jokes. Now, I would like to know what the, what the, pretty hardcore, what the copyright laws on that kind of stuff is. Uh, public. I was going to say, isn't it, isn't in the public domain? T. Bradford, yep. Petrino, Esquire, Borchak, uh, and Associates, if you could weigh in on that one for us. Yep. If not, CBS is in big trouble, I guess. But yeah, so that was, so that was, that, yeah, that actually, the two hardest things to find actually are that and any of your old favorite Disney afternoon cartoon shows. Hmm. Trying to get a hold of uh, anything from your Rescue Rangers, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, uh, all of those. They're borderline impossible to find. Only things of, I mean, not I, that my, my, my friends have been unable to find. Hmm. I always tell them not to do that. Uh, what do we got next? Let's, let's cover Aquaman real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought we were doing uh, Aquaman last. Yeah, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mortal Engines then. Yeah. Um, Eli. Here's your chance to rant. What, Mortal Engines? Go yeah. ahead. I just said it looks Thir- like the same trailer we saw previously. There's really not much no. that they it added a, onto it. It was a three-minute trailer as opposed to a 30-second trailer. And so how is it the with, exact same? With plot and characters. Yeah. Yeah, they gave you basically all that. The first I guess, trailer, we just saw a machine coming over a hill. Yeah. A city. A city coming over a hill. I think you forget how much. City was, on we'll a have hill. to watch that first trailer again. You, you forget how much was in it. Or I forget how much it was in it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say about Mortal Engines, because we're we're running so stupid long. Uh, Watch the trailer. If that's the kind of thing that appeals to you, you're going to love this movie. If it's not, skip it. Hey, guys, remember when we used to do two-hour episodes and longer? Yep. 
I'm pretty sure it's audience knows to expect. Like, listen until they're done listening. It's one of those again. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the we're skipping B-roll for all that. That's going to matter. Uh, although this, I guess, ended but up But Al's B-roll. back, so shameless plugs are going to go. Mm. I only have seven shameless plugs. <laughs> uh, oh I'm kidding. Last but certainly not least, Aquaman. Aqua dude. I thought Aqua it was Aqua bro. bro. We want Aqua bro. It's, I mean, it's, it's whatever. Aqua bra. Aqua bra. bra. Okay. I'm just going to go with Aqua Chad. That sounds like a very comfortable bra, if I might say. <laughs> uh, oh, Aqua bra. I actually think that the, actually water bras were a thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole early Will and Grace 90, episode early about 90s, it. Early 90s, right? Yes. Were they, were they comfortable? Uh, I never wore one. I've oh. never needed any enhancement. Oh, that was for enhancement. I just assumed that was for like comfort. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like literally oh. it was giving you a full cup size of water. Huh. All right. Uh, so. Well, now there's wine bras. Right. No, those they I understand. A, they have a little. That I get. Yeah. It's like, like a I, wear, I wear a wine bra. Well, yeah. No, I wear. It's, yeah. actually, it's actually called a wine rack. Ah. Which I think is just the greatest pun. I, I don't like puns and that I enjoyed. Uh, so. Well, because it has to do with boobs. Hey, Al likes something about boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the uh, Aquaman trailer drops. Yes, you're absolutely right. This is a hardcore aqua bro. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it though. I so I maybe I just haven't been paying enough attention, but I literally had no fucking idea that Nicole Kidman was in this movie. <laughs> well, she's she plays his mom, so she's because, presumably because of course she does. She's presume. I don't think she's. He did gonna, say that very matter of factly though, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, no, I say that because he's. Not, I don't think she's going to play a huge role in the no, movie. No, I don't think so either. Um, well, star power. Mark Miller, who created Kick Ass and yep. many other wonderful things, he's got a eight year contract, I believe, with Netflix right now. So they were talking about him doing possibly the new Superman, and he's not going to be able to do that because of this new contract. He came out and said that this Aquaman trailer makes everything that Marvel that Marvel has done look like seventies TV Marvel, like. Lou Ferrigno Marvel. Wow. What? Including That's, including yeah. all those Power Rangers scenes they have in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm sorry. I already, I'm sorry, but I, every time that I've seen that character in Power Rangers, because I don't even know what it's called, yeah. I've always thought, why did they rip off Black Manta? I just, I already have issues, and the, the, the trailer is already full of so much bad CGI. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just... Where was the bad CGI? I mean, it's full of CGI. Yeah. Right. No question. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe for me, it's... Maybe, Maybe just too much it's CGI. It's full of obvious CGI. You know what I mean? That's it's true. Like the armored sharks as a practical effect really don't work out <laughs> as well as not as well no, as I the mean, armored rhinos. I just think that we've come far Black enough to, the, to like we've come far enough with technology that mm-hmm. CGI doesn't need to be obviously CGI. Like if I look at it and go, well, clearly that's a computer animation in front of the rest of this scene that you shot. I think it would be different if they weren't trying to go for such a serious vibe, right? I, so you if, got a serious vibe off this? No. I mean, Mm-mm. it's not like a comedy. Well, That's what I mean. It's yeah, like I guess a, it's a it's you know they're taking the material seriously, right? That's not a serious. <laughs> Isn't that been DC's problem the entire time? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Yeah. See, here, no. this this is the thing too. I think that where we've got what we've got here is the bright colors. We've got, we, I mean, we've got a huge break from the Snyderverse, okay? Right. Yes. All the muted browns, all the other crap. For the love of all that is holy, they put the man in the green and gold. Yeah. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. And Which, it, I mean, like, I'm not mad at. No, well, it's still Jason Momoa. Like, I'm not mad at it. But I'm going to tell you what, here's what... He's here's, a little bit too covered, but at least it's form-fitting. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, the, the thing... Gaze. The... <laughs> Nope. So the thing about this is that I, what I like here is again, we talk about trying DC trying to have its own voice. Um, 
And and the thing one of the one of the differences between DC and Marvel is that DC leans a lot heavier into the fantastical, into the magic, into the you know all of that kind of stuff. Whereas Marvel, especially in the MCU, tries to provide some kind of a scientific explanation, and it's like it's like well, TED Talk. It's TED Talk level science. I'm not gonna pretend that it's not. But whoa. The, Oh, yeah, did were you, you just, not? Did you just shit all over TED Talks? <laughs> I, I mean, did. I don't really listen to a lot Sci- of TED Talks. From but... a scientific rigor standpoint? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so Hot take. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I'll be we, t- we use the term fuego take. Around here. I'm sorry, fuego take. Fuego take. Thank you, Forrest. Um, but DC doesn't bother. DC has a one of their one of their B level characters. Uh, his name's Atana, and she casts magic spells by saying things backwards, and that's literally the entirety of. And they don't. There's no explanation for that. While wearing kind, fishnets and a top hat. While wearing fishnets and a top hat. What kind of things does she say backwards? Literally entire sentences. Whatever she wants to happen, she says backwards, and magically it happens. Oh, that sounds very difficult. She's great at it because, you know, it's seems her job. Like, it seems like my powers would be very limited. <laughs> I would spend an hour and a half trying to figure out how to say donuts backwards. Race and then car. All I did. Taco cats. Taco, just taco cats everywhere with race cars. <laughs> I'm just over there mispronouncing donuts and creating horrific abominations. Um, <laughs> just random me. guys named Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I a thing? <laughs> just tragic Daddy. abominations. <laughs> Oh, complete with the with the oh, full yeah. metal. Nice. Uh, anyway, point here is DC <laughs> is supposed to be ridiculous, and and that's like that's that should be yeah. their thing. And I think this does this. Embrace, you see an armored shark go over the guy <laughs> riding it, take out the giant crab creature that was fighting, and one chomp. Yes. <laughs> right. This is this is Fast and Furious. Okay. It's not about plot. It's although this actually will do a lot more with plot, I think. But it's not about realism. It's about sitting down and enjoying the ride. It's not. So for me, it's not about realism. I need you to understand that it's not like I think like, oh, why didn't you use real armored sharks? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not what it's about. I just mean like the production quality of your CGI is kind of shit. So just like animate better. That's all. That's all I want. I want better animation. I don't want real armored anim- sharks. I don't want sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads, okay? Wait, wait, wait. I want real Who armor shots. that? <laughs> We win the seas. Oh, PETA would be all over that. That's not. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you're empowering the sharks. Why would PETA be upset? Exactly. You think all sharks need to do is be able to get on land and they will already win. <laughs> Nets can't handle laser beams. They cannot. It's true. We've checked that. Did you yeah. guys watch sharks? Speaking of cartoons, come on, you're tuners. Oh, the yeah. shark, the thing like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Street sharks. Yeah. Street, Street sharks. Char- Street sharks. Street sharks. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was a, that was a that thing. Was a thing. Yeah. The one cartoon. That I, I mean, I didn't watch oh. it, but... <laughs> But I know what but it was called. Uh, but also, credit to DC for managing to put not one, but two women who look like they actually can whoop some ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mira, in particular, I've been really interested in. She's the redhead. Uh, and then Nicole Kidman, who Play- I just... Oh, and, and Mira's played by Elon Musk's ex. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were also... It's, it's not really about significant. It. It's just uh, neat. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, so her and then uh, Nicole Kidman, who I believe actually kicks that much ass in real life. I don't even know if they trained her for that. They just gave her a stick and told her to beat on those guys. Probably. And this is her second DC stint. Uh, that's right. What was she in the first one? She was Batman Forever. That's right. Oh, big step up, honey. Big step up. It's going better now. It's going to be all right. She was the love entrance. Yeah. Interest in that one. Yeah. The damsel. Yeah. It's a big, big, big step up. So. Neat. Yay. There's your trailers. Did we get it all? Dress as I a think fish. we did. I dig it. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, dude, I can I can deal with Aqua Bro. Cause we're what is it? She what she looks at them and she says she says you do your best thinking when you're not thinking. And I'm like, yeah, okay, if we acknowledge that he's dumb, then we can go ahead and go with this. Well, yeah. What what's the uh, what's the alternative to Aqua Bro? It's like serious guy that talks actually, to fish. Yeah, the actually yeah, the the alternative <laughs> is actually the classic DC Aquaman yeah. who's been a laughing stock for Yeah. Aquaman is a bard. <laughs> Aquaman is a bard. Yeah. Ranger? I think he's an underwater ranger. Brain, a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk Doctor Who. All okay, right. Before I, we get started. I have so many started. questions. I'm looking at this graphic. Who, okay. is the, who is the crazy one with the curly red hair? Okay, but I love him. And stop talking uh, about well, No, what's his name? He looks insane. His I love it. Doctor. The doctor. He's, he's, no, he's the, the actor. I know they're all called the doctor. Uh, that's Tom. That's Tom Baker. Tom Baker. There we go. Okay. He's the that, fourth doctor. That's like drugged out Timberlake, and that's like angry tank Timberlake. Right? And then it looks like Harry Always is there standing next to, uh, 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 what's his name? David Wait, Tenet. is that legitimate? or? Are you just no, he just looks like Harry oh, Always. Oh, okay. All right, so we had, so apparently Emily also brought us something. It's, mm. the bar is set nice and low by Mr. T. Speaking of the fourth doctor, can I interest anyone <gasps> in a jelly baby? Yeah. What? Can I interest anyone in a jelly baby? What is yes, a jelly can. baby? It's Sorry. like a gummy treat from... It's you'll, a you'll where did you get these and how did you get them in time okay. for the show? Every, every doctor do kind of has their own favorite snack. So jelly babies? Now. All right. I now. don't know how I feel about eating something called a jelly baby. I mean, I guess like sour yeah, They do eat. actually look a bit like babies. Liz and Eli are confused. Now. A little bit. For those of you who not oh, who, who aren't into the, the candy scene, can I interest anyone in a <gasps> jammy dodger? Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Can I interest anyone? Did you also bring um, fish sticks and custard? I, I did not bring fish sticks and thank custard. You. Oh, okay, well, thank you. Thank you. There's black jelly babies. But I will say. Um, I mean, they taste like. <laughs> <laughs> they taste like. <laughs> like licorice? Like licorice. Please finish saying. Please for making your point. And then. And depression. And then for the uh, other Dr. fans, I've got some Jaffa cakes. Nice. Wow. So. Um, all right, so we'll spend this episode munching on. Please don't chew into the microphones. This the, is a reminder. These jelly babies are hideous. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> these are the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Like if, and the fourth, if, if my baby looked like this, I, I, would, I would punt him. <laughs> Kill me. You guys, get it together. Oh, and he's sad, and he's rubbing his when, face because he's crying. This is what Al's baby looks him? like when he uses his magical powers right, to conjure. Exactly. <laughs> he's trying to say donut backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh boy! <laughs> so uh, okay, so, so the doctor. So we have a bunch lady. of the so the jelly babies I know came from the fourth doctor. Yep, Jamie Dodgers. Um, this is from the eleventh doctor. This is Matt Smith. Um, he once used a Jamie Dodger to trick the Daleks into thinking it was a self-destruct button for the TARDIS. Oh, that's right. And um, is this a cookie victory of the Daleks, and then he got caught, and then he ate it, and that's the end. And what about Jaffa cakes? Um, Jaffa cakes are just a. It's it's just a, a treat that they have over there, and so they're mentioned a few times. Did okay. you by did you like doctors. did you like Amazon these specifically for the show? Um, I did not. I was going to use it my shameless plug though. Oh. I was going to use it my shameless plug. Well, so we'll just have okay. to wait. Hook me up there. Yeah, we'll just have to wait. Oh, I bet I know. I bet I know. I bet I know where these came from. I probably so, don't though. We'll wait. Go let's, on. Uh, so let's talk about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. So. 30 second primer Doctor Who is a show that has been on as we'd mentioned for almost 60 years 55 to 55 mm-hmm. years uh, and it has gone through and the, and the title character who's just known as the doctor has gone through what what number 14 is this number this is 13 it's just 13 13, 13. is that counting the war doctor no uh, no because no, the war doctor numbered. is not a regenerated doctor okay he took a potion 
Okay, that was the Basically. part that we was. So the problem with Doctor Who uh, is that I don't care. Excuse the problem, me. The problem. The problem with Doctor Who is that it is very difficult for someone new to be able to come into and understand everything that goes on. There's a lot, mm-hmm. and on top of that, if you were in 2018 to go back to the 2005 show and start watching, it can be hard to watch. Okay, but the solution to Doctor Who then is the fact that they regenerate the Doctor every couple of years. Well, I mean, there's snacks and too, they change so. uh, they change showrunners pretty often. So just like we had this reboot just a few years ago, we had the Matt Smith reboot. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is. I mean, these are uh, these are still legitimate. I think legitimate criticisms of. Doctor Who, and I love Doctor Who. Don't get me wrong, mm. but I mean, there's no—I mean, there, there, there's no property that's perfect aside from the first season of Firefly. Excuse me. So the, you mean the only season, right? That will ever a, that will ever be right. And if they made a second season, it wouldn't be perfect anymore. They just had one perfect season of television. And then from there, I'm sure would have gone. I'll have going ham on these. Uh, okay, so, but these are amazing. Is yeah. there, here, here, Allie, get it. Yeah, it's like chocolate, so, like orange jelly. No. On like a sponge cake. You lost mm. me at orange and chocolate Jaffa cakes. Um, um, so that would be great for watching Stargate though. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. So let's so let's start with our newbies though. It's Jaffa cakes. Okay. First of all, and watching this new episode. Yeah. With the first off, with our first episode with 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 Jody with Jody Whittaker as the Doctor, having never ever seen anything Doctor Who before this day before today, mm-hmm. I'm curious how much you were able to follow. Not. A damn thing. Other than I did almost sort of find out what a sonic screwdriver was, but not really. Yeah, like I was entertained. I wasn't not entertained, but I I felt still very much on the outside. I felt. I mean, I like, and I and I and I and I felt them trying. I felt them trying to be inclusive while also simultaneously being like everybody else knows what's going on right now. But uh, but you new guys, come on. It's cool, and I'm like, I'm not mad at it, but I'm still very much like, oh, what? But I I think a regeneration episode is really, really hard to get into because the doctor is so scrambled anyway because he's Mm -hmm. literally becoming a a, a brand new person. Right, and you're introducing these other characters, these companions. A regeneration episode is very, very busy most of the time. Um, I liked the regeneration episode with David Tennant when, when the doctor became David Tennant because he spent most of the episode sleeping. Um, so it was really easy to understand. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fair. Wasn't quite as busy. Um, so what about from how much uh, did you enjoy it enough that you would want to watch another episode if you weren't being forced to as part of the show? Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, fuck, like, Grandma's dead, and now I'm sucked in. Like, it we announced spoilers. We announced you knew there were spoilers <laughs> coming. That is the slowest climbing monster, <sighs> Alien. In the history of aliens. <laughs> Did you like, see how bulky his suit but, was, though? Yeah. yeah. They had time so, to drive, like, across town, go up the other <laughs> crane, well, we'll learn, get, learn how to drive the other crane. <laughs> but we'll get, we'll get yeah. into the specifics of the episode. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. overall, I mean, is this a show that you would watch again? Mm, probably not. Mainly knowing that there's so much history that if you really want to be a part of the show, you'd have to really dip into it. Otherwise, you're just going to be lost to all the inside jokes and it's a massive history like it's just there's just too much there so i go back on well i have questions though that's i mean that's kind of the point right yeah i have questions so is jodie whittaker acting like her own interpretation of the doctor or is she pulling in like bits and pieces of the previous doctor is that how the regeneration episode usually goes where it's kind of like because she's a little 
Like, I love her character. Wacky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the well, doctor always wacky? Because I've heard you talk not, about different doctors where, like, some of yeah. them are mean and some of you, like... Yeah, not, not all doctors are wacky. I would say that at the core of the character, they're the same. Mm-hmm. But you've I want got you to give me, like, the 30-second, like, what is the doctor... And is the doctor going into a pre-existing human body or is that a complete generation of a new being? So, so the doctor is from a planet called Gallifrey, uh-huh. right? He becomes a time lord with, uh-huh. through study and research and the time vortex and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh-huh. So, timey-wimey, I get it. Yeah, timey-wimey. Well, he, goes, he goes to time lord school. He goes right. to time lord school. Uh-huh. Pretty and, much, actually. Yeah. That's, not, that's not a bad way to describe it. And then he steals a spaceship. Yep, he steals, he steals a spaceship. Um, but basically what happens is when... Uh, Time Lord gets close to death. Part of the, I guess, perks of being a Time Lord is that every cell in your body sort of rewrites. So so instead of dying, they they become a brand new person. So you've got Time Lords that are switching genders all the time. We had one in the Capaldi series that switched. The Master is Mm -hmm. now a woman Mm -hmm. who was a man for so long. She actually says when when somebody comments on her being a woman after being a man through so many others, she said, well, some of us can afford the upgrade. Yeah, it's which great. was an amazing line. It was. Missy's the best. Ouch. Um, yeah, so that's basically what happens. It's the same. It's the same entity. They just mm-hmm. can rewrite their cells. Okay. And so from right. and so from. But they seem like they keep, like they they don't keep the same consciousness. Like they do, but they don't. Well, they do. They just have different, like all the surface level stuff. They changes, maintain the right? memories. Like yeah, she's throughout the episode. She's regaining her memories. Mm-hmm. Right. By the middle of the season, I'm sure she'll have full memories of all of these regenerations and everything, and all of her okay. companions and all of that. But she'll have her own personality of who who the doctor needs to be now. Right. Like Matt Smith was a little bit more of the wacky uh, doctor, and then after that, you needed because of his story arc, you needed something serious. Okay. And so that's why they went with Capaldi. Oh my. So, and which one's Matt Smith? Matt Smith is the foot face. Foot face? He's the guy with the big forehead right there to the <laughs> He looks like he looks like like a he actually just looks like a twelve year old. Um Right, right. And actually so And who who in this lineup here was the most recent doctor? Middle. Middle guy. Right in the front there. And yeah. so the, and if you go the two on either side, the two on either side are the um are the are the ones the that you've seen modern one. Uh, the one, the old, the older guy right on to his left is, uh, to the left of him is the, um, the, the war, war doctor. War doctor so John Hurt. he exists in a special TV movie and that's really all you need to worry about. Okay. There. And then the other one is Eccleston. You've seen him in Star Trek. Um, so I don't remember. 2009. Yeah. He was oh, the bad yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, wait, so, uh, so we've only got like, so the front four here, like the older one who is the quote unquote war doctor. So mm-hmm. technically the front five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and then that guy with the short hair and the from big the nose. leather jacket to the yellow jacket. Yeah, from yeah, that, I'm only counting four. That's okay. That leather jacket. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good. There we That's are. That's true. There was multiple leather jackets. There. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the and the and the what this enables what this allows the show to do and is it give it really longevity. It gives it long legs because each actor uh, uh, interprets the doctor however they want. Right. And you, I would I would contrast this against like a James Bond. Where the differences between the James Bonds, I mean, they're all effectively the same personality. Mm-hmm. There's nuances to the character that shift, but you're not, there's never gonna be a silly fish stick eating James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. That's not good. That, that's, that's beyond the bounds of the character. Whereas this one allows you to do that, and that is one of the reasons that the show has worked for so long. Um, 
So any other so having as newbies, I'm curious. Any other questions that you guys had that you from watching the show? No, I did it, and I didn't want to do it, and I did it. Um, you had that jelly baby, and now you regret did, that choice, don't I, you? I, I ate the black licorice one, and yeah, nobody ever likes star anise. If you say that you like the taste of sambuca, you're a liar. Um, oh, probably somebody does. I mean, I don't know anybody, but I have. Um, I mean, I have so many questions. I have so many questions, but I. This is the perfect time. <sighs> okay, so. Never dies. No, that's like, not true. But like dies, but doesn't die. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he, doesn't, he, just he doesn't. eventually runs out of regenerations. Oh. Or I guess she eventually runs out of regenerations. And actually. They. And actually. If we're going to be progressive. <laughs> well, and accurate, what, actually. Just accurate. Yeah. yeah. So Capaldi was suppo- supposed to be the, the last body that. Or Matt Smith was supposed to be the last body that the doctor had. Uh-huh. For, um, that regeneration. But he got more regenerations from. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But he got... He got, he got a, no, it does. He, he got a time tax return. He hey. basically was contacted by the Time Lords who are stuck in a war that's in a time lock, and they contacted him through this crack in a wall that followed him around for his entire regeneration, mm-hmm. and uh, his companion basically was like, you got to do it. And the Time Lords were like, no. And she's like, but you got to. And they said, okay. And so they threw him a bunch more regenerations. Yeah. Like I said, basically to fix one line of continuity that they had mentioned like 40 years ago about yeah. how many regenerations he would have. Yeah. Okay. Because they said he gets like 13. And at the time, I'm sure they were like, <laughs> like, this is so going to last. Gonna right. That. right. And so now in 2017 or 2016, like, holy shit, we ran out. What do we do? <laughs> we need more. We need a plot device. So what is the doctor's like main purpose driving goal? Well, he helps people. Quantum yeah. leap. And he, okay, do we want to go into... (laughs) No, 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 no. I think, no, to keep it simple, at the most basic level here, it's Quantum Leap. He jumps from spot to spot, going to try to put things right. Okay, and his ship, which is on my shirt here, uh, the TARDIS, Mm -hmm. um, TARDIS stands for time and relative dimension in space. Mm -hmm. So it's both a, a, a spaceship and a time ship. Okay. Okay. Although it hangs out mostly in London. Mostly, yeah. Or in Sheffield. Yeah. (laughs) That one time. (laughs) Um, and Cardiff. Did you eat the other half of it? And oh. Oh, okay. Texas, was it? So you're not bound Utah. by time Utah. or space. And you, okay. Got well, it. still, mm-hmm. it's still made, the show is still made in London. Yeah. So well, there's and, still and a lot they, of. They visit a lot of other planets and stuff. They too. do. But everyone do has we, British okay, accents. So actually, the show is made in Cardiff, isn't it? It's not yeah. made in London. Oh. Well, let me tell you the things that I know, I that I already know about Doctor Who. Okay. So there's a companion. Right. There's always a companion, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why you said it like that. Well, though. because I don't know. Because like, what is like? He's that well, could, Capaldi had like a half a season where he didn't have a companion. Well, that, that yeah, just but be- that was the same half a season that he got his sonic sunglasses, and that was no good for anyone. It was. It was pretty point. good for me. <laughs> uh, continue, please. And so we have no idea who the companion may or may not be from this first episode. We're assuming that it's no, it's, it's, it's the three of them. It's yeah, it's the three of them. It doesn't have to be a single person. Oh. It can be right. multiple people and has oh. been on several occasions. And are they always just random, like unfortunate passersby that are like, Oh shit, we're in this thing now. Kind of usually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Except for the very first doctor had his granddaughter. Yeah. had his, Okay. Yeah. And then, and, and to be fair, uh, terrible things often happen to the companions. That is very true. Yeah. You don't, they, they don't, typically end well. They don't, yeah, not a whole lot of happily ever afters for them, but you know, they, they sign up and go but on an amazing adventure. some really fun times. Great. So. And I think in, in this episode, the way that we kind of wrap it up um, is kind of all, uh, two out of three of them actually, um, kind of, uh, their lives are at a, 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 
an endpoint to a degree, you know, like you've got the grandfather, uh, the step grandfather who, uh, you know, he's on borrowed time because he's a cancer survivor and now his his wife is dead. And then you've got the, the, the grandson whose grandmother just died. His mom's dead. His dad's out of the picture. You know, he's, he doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah. So he's a perfect companion. And, and then, then we've got, got the, the cop that only the, gets to do traffic citations and, yeah, and she's that once, for adventure. once adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So these so, yeah, are all people that would be looking to go on this crazy journey. Yeah. yeah. That's what he typically looks for. Yeah. And they all going to die. Most likely. I mean, mm-hmm. they may get happily ever afters. They might end up in a pocket universe. They may. That's true. That's, that's a bad, you know, that's one of the better ways you can end up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so I want to switch gears here talking to the, to the other, <laughs> the other Whovians. They could just get displaced in time. Um, so let's start. So what'd you guys think? What you, how, how, how Jody do here? So, so Jody herself, if, if you don't mind me stepping in. So Jody herself, I think, did, did great. Um, I think that they, what I'm, what I'm missing from the episode is that there's not the, the subtlety, and I know that, that sounds very silly talking about Doctor Who, but there's not like the usual like subtlety of the Doctor because I think that having so much history with the show, like I don't need as many explanations as was given. And typically there's not. Mm-hmm. So I think they tried That's really hard to include for new audiences. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I, I think that they tried really hard to do that. But Jody herself, I enjoyed her. And I think that two, I, I think her. part of that was for new audiences. And part of that was because they knew there was this backlash about it being a female doctor. And yeah. they had to say to some of these people, it's going to be okay. It's still the same show. This is still the same character. We're just moving on in a different direction. And they, she practically looks right at the camera on two different occasions and says, change is difficult. Yeah. But it's going to be okay. So I actually thought they handled... I, I'm with you. I do think they handled the exposition incredibly well. Mm-hmm. In particular, the spot where she's, where she's uh, creating her sonic screwdriver... And she's talking oh, to. She talks about regeneration. And she yes. talks about yeah. Oh, she talks. That's such a good line. I think the, that whole thing was done really well. I think she explained it really well. There was a lot of parts in there. I, I think do, it was smart to not show the TARDIS. Uh, oh, I think it was very smart. I do think it's a little. I, I am disappointed that it didn't. That it wasn't. That it didn't do a better job of bringing along folks who haven't seen it before. Um, it's hard for it's hard for me to know that because I've spent I've lost so much time watching Doctor Who. Oh, I have another question. Yeah. yeah. Does the Doctor always create a new sonic screwdriver? They always end up with a new one, but they don't typically have to build it with the spoons. Okay. No, the TARDIS creates the sonic screwdrivers yeah. most of the time. And, and they're always and they're always screwdrivers. They're well, what do they call it? They're screwdri- called screwdrivers. They're, they're cylinders that do things. Okay. Actually started as just door handles. Where did she get the crystals for her sonic screwdriver? Out of the pod. Out of the pod. The the I assume thing. that, but they didn't really show Yeah, they showed it. Yeah, they, they showed, showed her grabbing well, one. Well, it was like a two, it was a yeah, two second. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very I quick. actually missed it. It was part I, of I the mi- montage. Right. I missed it the first time, too. And then, so the fact that she, like, uses, like, kitchen microwaves and, and car batteries and whatnot to, like, transport herself into space, which obviously... Oops. Was a mistake <laughs> at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. So the TARDIS is more of like an idea than a thing? No, no. It's, no, the TARDIS is what's on. It's a blue, poli- it's a, it's a blue police box. And it's bigger on the inside. So um, then how did she. She so missed. What was, so, she missed. Yeah. Well, no, but like, but was she not trying to like create a new TARDIS or was she? No, no. she was trying to get to the TARDIS. She, she, uh, said, how does she teleport into space yeah, with exactly, the microwave? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, like what was the teleportation bit about? Okay, and I the thought. Thing, the thing that he found in the woods, the big Hershey kiss. 
yes. that he found in the woods right. was a transportation pod. Right. Mm-hmm. And she hotwired that, basically, to transport her to the same location as the TARDIS. Okay. But the doctor is terrible at driving. Okay. And He's so a terrible driver. He is. Yeah. So she missed. They are. They okay. are. And so now they're all suffocating in space. Right. And they'll probably yep. all die, and that'll be the end of Doctor Who. Well, it was so, a great first episode. Yeah. The well, world just We were already, just kidding obviously. about that female doctor, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're all dead. Lies all around. Uh, but yeah, and I think, I, I think that... Well, and, and the doctor does lie. Yep. That's, a, that's so, another rule. So I rule will, one. Mm-hmm. I will say one now thing. It is. It, like coming in and like knowing nothing about Doctor Who, yeah. but coming into this and looking at it from the perspective of like, hey, I know that there is this very, very popular show that for many, many years has only had a male lead and now mm-hmm. we have a female lead for the first time. I will say that for for her performance, I'm very, very pleased with the fact that she's like wacky and like goofy and not like oh I'm the first female doctor she reminded me a lot <laughs> you know of Matt I mean? Smith like, the way yeah. that Matt Smith acted in his first episode yeah. was very similar to this very well, manic very very wacky yeah you know she's like we need to solve this adventure so I can have a fried egg sandwich right which harkened back yeah. to the uh, fish sticks and custard that Matt Smith was craving is it though is it the first female doctor right because when she's trying on clothes she says it's been a long well, time I since mean, I've tried on female clothes since she's taken on the, the name the doctor doctor okay because they, the Time Lords name themselves. And so the doctor named himself the doctor. Okay. But, well, I mean, he would have been, he would have been a male that. because the, the first doctor, that's his first body. So mm. that's before he regenerated the first time. And here's the other piece. So, so about the microwave and about the female thing and about the stuff. This is a silly show. Right. Yeah. It is not supposed to be taken... Over, and I know that there are a lot of Doctor Who fans who take this shit very seriously and look for the continuity and all that stuff. And I'm here to tell you guys. This is any fan of anything. Right, right, right. But with Doctor Who, I think more than most. Well, and I mean, the 50, and the, hang on, and the almost 60 years that it's been going on, mm-hmm. you're going to find a lot of holes if you start looking for them. And you can explain them away and you can find some other reasons for it. But part of the piece is just to sit back and enjoy the ride. Because it really is a great show if you sit back and enjoy the ride. I think the microwave bit and all that, I, uh, that also kind of uh, calls back to things like the Daleks, like the, the original monsters of Doctor Who are these robots that are made out of spare parts like that they would find like plungers and egg beaters. Yeah. You know, and they, they had to take these everyday items and put them together and to make this robot that would be terrifying. Is Doctor Who the same series with the spooky spooky stone statues? Yep. Yep. Yes. The Weeping Angels. Cool. Did anybody feel like this episode was really dark for the majority of it? I was watching this episode and I thought well, shit. Like, there's no like, there's no avoiding what this series is going to be like. I mean, dude has teeth face. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, that's gross. Like, dude had teeth face. Nan died. Like, we knew that, like, I don't know if you were watching, like, the promos or anything, but mm. you knew that. Um, yeah, three of them were going to, three of them could become companions. One of them does not. Well, and, and specifically those three, because they're in yeah. all the promotional stuff or whatever. So, seeing him married. Like, you knew something was happening to Nan. Mm-hmm. Something was happening to Nan, and it broke my heart even as I saw it happen. Oh, but it was yes. just, it was so, it felt like so heavy for the majority of the episode until yeah. you got to almost the end of it when you thought, like, oh, she's, she can go find her TARDIS, and we can see how it's redecorated this time. But, I mean, the, the, we've done that before with oh, the Doctor. Sure. Oh, with, no, with no, little I'm, splashes of comedy, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm I not, think it fits. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that there there hasn't been, you know, dark episodes and that kind of stuff, but 
from the way that Capaldi regenerated, you know, his last line, doctor, I let you go and all this stuff, you thought that you might be seeing something a little bit maybe lighter. Mm. A little bit because... Oh, he, I think she's he, definitely lighter than I, I Capaldi. I think she will be, for sure. She's not the angry doctor like no. Capaldi. Here's what I'm going to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this series mm-hmm. all the way through, and I'm never going to watch another Doctor Who again. <laughs> the female Doctor, Jodie Doctor, will be my only Doctor. And that will... Do it. I will that is true. make other Whovians rage, uh, I'm assuming, by <laughs> rage. A, another how thing I, I approach think it. <laughs> they, they touched on very... It was a quick kind of almost throwaway line when she's describing the sonic screwdriver, and she's saying it's more like a sonic... Um, uh, I think that's great. What did she say? You um, can't help it. A sonic Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. Because only idiots carry but knives. But only idiots carry knives. The doctor doesn't believe in weapons. Doesn't, yeah. I mean, he blows stuff up a lot. And was going to kill all the Daleks with a Delta wave at one point, but, you know. Well, when you have plot devices that allow you to, like, talk to death-killing uh, monsters, and mm-hmm. they just sort of, like, talk back to you instead of rip your face off and take your teeth, but the, oh, I can the, see that. Yeah, the Doctor's clever, and, that, and that's mm-hmm. that's the Doctor's main weapon. Yeah. So, uh, a, girl. A, couple, mm-hmm. a couple nitpicky things. Yeah. Um, who the f*** learns to ride a bike on the grass? Right? I did. Did your parents not like you? No, so that you don't fall down on the pavement and hurt yourself. I learned to ride in my grandmother's backyard on the grassy area. That is a- and then when I was comfortable on the grass, then I took it to the pavement so I didn't get skinned That's what knees. training wheels are for. What about if he if he does start doing well, he just drives off the mountain? No, I did, tra- I did training wheels on the pavement first, and then when I was ready to remove the training wheels, we started on the grass. It's not that far-fetched. That's And mean. also, they were on the grass, but it was also like a worn path on there. It's not like he was like riding through like a foot of I grass. Guess, the like whole thing with grass. the bike is the, as you get the momentum going. See, that was actually you should the be, first thing my wife you should be said. You should be like less worried about the grass and more worried about exactly what Eli just said, is that that no, motherfucker no, going off the side of a oh, mountain. Like, yeah. Hey, 10 feet that way is, you know, an 80 and foot I know, you're, I know you're really bad at riding this bike, but just do it next to this really, really steep cliff. Just do it or die. Well, they, <laughs> they, they knew. They knew his skill. They knew he could only go like five feet without falling over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Love you, Grammy. Can I uh, uh, also... who? And you've been the Doctor Who universe. Who the fuck doesn't believe in aliens at this point? If you live in London in the Doctor oh, Who yeah. universe, aliens have just—I mean, they. Well, use- if if you're Donna, you were vacationing and hungover, and so she never saw an alien, even though one flew into Big Ben and one took over the Christmas vacation, but she was too hungover to notice. But Donna's the so worst. So she slept through everything. Donna is not the anyway. We're not doing that Donna's right now. Donna's the worst. Uh, let's see. Also, just as an FYI, if you are going to face a terrifying warrior. Alien, get yourself something better than a crowbar. Mm. I just, I don't know what he thought was going to happen next. Public service announcement. Thank you. Just Ed. like he's just, he's got Maybe a crowbar. He was, was going to take all the teeth out of his face with the crowbar. Like but, pry them out. I guess. Like you just, you need at least, at least hang on to your buddy there. You know what I mean? Like I understand that. I understand that you're, you're not going to get the AR-15 in London. That's fine. But at least get a couple buddies with something better than a crowbar. Well, like, I don't. I don't think he knew what was in there though. So he, he didn't properly. He created a video called "If, if I'm I Dead, die, Click yeah. Here." Yeah, right. And when Predator's cousin steps out of a pod, like <laughs> you don't walk up to him and be like, "Hey, where's my sister?" Did anybody else think it was a little? Did anybody else think it was a little taser face? A little taser face. You know what I mean? Like, a little taser face. Like, they shall know my name and they shall fear molar face. Like, yeah, just Tim a, Shaw. Tim just Shaw. Tim Shaw. I did uh, really like, though, can I tell you right now, if you go back and watch even the 2005 Doctor Who, the production value has gotten so much better. 
I, yeah. I liked the production value of Christopher Eccleston's season. You can enjoy it. I well, liked and, it. and Liz, you might like it too because there's a lot of practical effects, not a lot of CGI. <laughs> well, great. Though not not great practical effects, though. Not great practical it's effects. It's not about practical effects versus CGI. If you're going to do CGI, just do good CGI. We already covered they this. Not, Moving on. They did not do I good CGI. I think they actually let a pig loose in one of their episodes. So. It's. <laughs> It's, yeah. Uh, and last piece here, I just want to say I'm really, really glad there's going to be no, real, at least I hope there's not going to be uh, a love story with the doctor. I was thinking that too. I despise the love stories with the doctor. I despise all but one. Because they're all like pedophilic? Well, see, so the doctor is currently... Oh, God, he's 1300 or something? Yeah, 1300 years old. Something around there. Uh, and it changes because it depends on how long you believe he spent at that one spot where he was trying to wait to punch his way out or whatever the fuck it was. was uh, stuck yeah. in the, oh, it doesn't or, matter. Or, yeah. in, or the, in Christmas. The point is, he's super, 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 super old. So when he dates a 27-year-old, it's gross. I mean... Even if he looks like he's 27, it's I don't gross. care. I mean... It's... It's, that's what bugs it. And I know a lot of people well, don't mind Well, he's not going to find another 1,300-year-old, so... Yeah, yeah he will. Yeah, I mean, there's Missy. And his body regenerates with all the hormones of a 27-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, what do you do? It's weird. Mm. You know what? Okay, you like Al, Twilight. At 1,270 years, you come You're going to go watch that in theaters with me. You're, okay, I was like, you're coming too. <laughs> Don't you mad at me for Twilight. Um, I think overall, the episode was excellent. Yeah. I enjoy what I'm seeing so far as Jody's a doctor. It wasn't, it wasn't any worse or any better than a typical regeneration episode. I think that we're all still feeling the effects of Capaldi's doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think <sighs> so that good. I know I, I, I think that Jody's going to find her, her footing here in the next couple of episodes. But I, I mentioned this when we did the all girls episode a while ago mm-hmm. that Jody Whitaker, right? The doctor, the new showrunner and head writer is Chris Chimnall, who yes. did Broadchurch. Right. And Chris Chimnall did Broadchurch with both Jodie Whittaker, who was in it, and David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who was a doctor from a couple doctors who was ago. Yellow from coat a, doctor. A couple doctors I guess technically ago. it's brown coat, but it looks yellow from here. Yeah. Ca- camel coat? And who's sure. I mean, it's a trench coat given him by Janice Joplin, so <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> That's. That's true. Uh, I'm with you. I think I think Jodie Whittaker yeah. did an amazing job. I I'm I, pleasantly surprised. I, and and I'm on several Facebook groups uh, for Doctor Who, and I've been pretty shocked at how many posts I saw of people going. Uh, I tried it. I watched her. It sucked. I really wanted to like it, but it sucked. Don't call me anti-feminist. Uh, if you're already calling yourself out as anti-feminist, you're, <laughs> you're not anti-feminist. You're probably anti-feminist. Right. Although the ratings blew it out of the freaking water. Yeah. Oh, did they? I haven't. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear anything about the ratings. Yeah, yeah That's no. like almost the same as like I'm not racist, but, but yeah. yeah. Wait, tell me more about the ratings. Mm. Uh, they just. I mean, they were. They were amazing. Yeah, they and were wonderful. Yeah, because like, it's like the best. half of all of England or something. Something ridiculous. Yeah, something insane. Well, and, and let me tell you what, she did not disappoint. Uh, and I understand for anything, for a lot of hardcore Whovians, this is going to be a really hard transition. And look, I get it. If you don't like, uh, if a female doctor just doesn't work for you, then don't watch it. If you didn't like when Nick Fury became a black guy, then don't, then don't, you don't have to go do that. Don't watch That's any of the MCU. Nick Fury wasn't always a black guy? No, no he, he was. He uh, like David Asimov. No, no. Yeah. Nick no. Fury was always a black guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. They actually, they actually no, designed like, to look don't like. Don't soil his background by thinking otherwise. They actually like redesigned him to look like Samuel L. Jackson on purpose and mm-hmm. then had to apologize to Samuel L. Jackson. And he said, okay, just if you ever do a movie, 
you got to cast me, <laughs> which is true, and then happened. But I mean, like, look, I, I, there's a lot of these stuff where we talk about the gender bending uh, uh, or the you know all this kind of stuff. If you, if you're not comfortable with it, that doesn't automatically make you a terrible person. Mm. I no, no. I, I genuinely don't. If that's not, not your speed, yeah. if that's your speed, that's not your speed. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, just don't watch it. I think when you start when you start raging against the machine because you know suddenly the doctor's a girl. Now now's when we need to start taking a look at our choices and think about it as well because the reason you don't like it may not be because the doctor's a girl. There may be other legitimate complaints you've got. Absolutely. I don't know what your legitimate complaints are about this particular episode, though. I That one I have a hard time with because this was just about as pure and classic who as you get. The only real difference between this and the most pure classic who you could make is that she, it was a girl. So I would give it another episode or two and then ask and then probably make your call. I will take one of those trench coats she has, though. Overcoat. Mm-hmm. I want... I it's, want, it's I want, pretty badass. And I want Capaldi's purple coat. You can see in her costume the little hints of mm-hmm. previous costumes that they kind of incorporated. Uh, she did a great interview on um, Stephen Colbert the other night. Mm-hmm. I saw that one. Where I the, did see that he one. He asked her about designing the costume. She got to take part in it. And she said the number one thing is comfort because she didn't want to look like one of the Avengers, basically, in a really uncomfortable <laughs> costume. Huh. The doctor runs a lot. So. She said, and this takes like five minutes to put on. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. There. There's everything you wanted about the doctor and a whole lot more, but we'd love to hear your thoughts. So uh, post them in the comments. Let us know. And let's uh, let, let's chat about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do our wrap up here. Book recommendations. I'm actually going to take this week. Uh, I actually would like to recommend Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah, you do. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, David Tennant, he is in a new Amazon series that is called Good Omens. It's, the same, it's not a coincidence. It's the same thing. Um the plot is very, very basically there is a demon and an angel that have been on Earth since the creation, and now, and they over time, they're supposed to be enemies, they kind of become friends, and then Armageddon comes around, and the two of them decide they don't really want the Earth to blow up. So, it is a silly, tongue-in-cheek, uh, it, it's not as British as like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is Super British. Uh, Have you read Terry Pratchett's other stuff, though? I mean, it's it's all silly. Yeah. uh, But this one is just, it's a really, the the show looks amazing, and the book is really good. I'm actually reading the book now. And, uh, yeah, really absolutely worth worth checking out. So this, of course, book recommendation brought to you by thejlmo.com. That's JLMO, the author extraordinaire who supports our show, and we support her, even as we constantly wait for the never-coming book six I'm still waiting. Uh, up next, Mr. T. We got a couple more celebrity death matches from Mr. T before yeah. he signs off. Uh, and I want to do Baiju versus Soju, but um, oh my god, no! Well. Let's do Baiju versus Soju. Okay, because it's Soju. Well, I've only had Baiju. You're f- good. You've never had Soju. Uh, who wins in Baiju versus Soju? It's so we're, we've got two green glass bottles about to go at it. Uh, each one holds about eight shots of liquor. Don't ask me how I know that. Just take my word for it. Um, and they. They uh, they go with it. Also, it does. They were really. I drink a lot of soju. The uh, what's the matchup written on your paper there, Al? I had a Doctor Who face off. Cool. You want to do that um, one instead? Why don't you three do that then? <laughs> Me and Liz kick it back. I'm just gonna eat some. You more know what? Of she wins. Weird British <laughs> snacks. Uh, Emily brought. <laughs> these are pretty. These aren't bad. These aren't bad. You gotta hold out to my shameless plugs. All right. So the um, I think the. No, no. I, so I was, I was trying to figure out which doctors I would have face off mm. here. Mm. Um, and I, I think let's just, let's just keep it simple here. Matt Smith v. Uh, David Tennant. Oof. All right. Let's do that. 
But I've only seen Jodie Foster. Whitaker. <laughs> uh, now he's, that's actually trolling. In she, case you were curious, there, that's what trolling sounds like. She's just been uh, stuck in a panic room. Uh, <laughs> so what do you, uh, where, make contact. Where, you uh, where are you coming down? Where are you coming down here? Well, we all know that Matt Smith's uh, screwdriver is bigger than David Tennant's. So that's mm-hmm. true. You know, mm-hmm. we got to take that into consideration. It also has more settings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think for sheer cleverness, I would choose David Tennant's doctor. I assume that David Tennant defeats Matt Smith with a stare. Because nobody stares like David Tennant. I don't know. I don't know. But David Tennant might... Matt Smith stared down that uh, eyeball monster in his very first episode. Yeah, but David Tennant had that scene where he stared. It became a meme of him standing in the rain Mm -hmm. and staring. Yeah, but he was crying. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's still staring. It was still staring. It was dramatic staring. It's not crying. I think it's we raining. got to take in. Uh, I think we have to take uh, uh, companions into account here too. Yeah, but which companion of David Tennant would you do? Because you had listen. Because you had Amy and Rory. Exactly. Who made the jump? No, 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 no. Amy and Rory win. That'd be oh no, I'm bad. sorry. Amy and Rory win. Sorry, that's it. Yeah. Amy and Rory were the best companions. Yeah. Well, they yeah. Well, they would definitely defeat by themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Rose... Donna could, and Martha I, together don't touch. Yeah, but I think Rose could take on Amy. Yeah, but then you still got to deal no, with Amy Rory. and Rory. They're, they're single. They're I don't, Rose is from the estates. I mean, she... Uh, she grew up rough. He's a centurion. Okay. I think this is about as far as we can take it for people who don't know Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, let's call it a tie and move on. Let's do Liz's mom. Woo! Liz's mom. Woo! How long have I been doing Liz's mom now? A long... It's been a while. Thank you, Liz's mom. Thank you, Liz's mom. You got... My mom Mm -hmm. had a big mix-up at the the grocery store today. Oh, no. She was buying groceries, and she went to go uh, pay for her groceries, and the the woman looked at her and said, strip down and face me. She was referring to her credit card. (laughs) My mom didn't understand that, so she got into a really weird situation at the grocery store today. That's patreon.com slash for geeks. I, I, I believe it. She, I don't know that that qualifies said, as a pun. That was just kind of like a gross just story. Just a thing that happened. <laughs> I, yeah, Did no, your mom I, actually strip down at the grocery I didn't think store? It was, no, it's, it's all hypothetical. I didn't think it was gross. The delivery was. <laughs> Uh, it's patreon.com slash for geek's sake where we apparently will soon have an open segment. And so if you, uh, if you have an extra $20 a month floating around and you'd like to help support a podcast that could really use your help, you can find us at for geek's sake, patreon.com slash for geek's sake. Let's do some shameless plugs. Liz, you want to start off? Uh, I don't have a shameless plug this week. All right. Oh, no, I'm going to shamelessly plug Cedar Point. If you've never been out to Sandusky, Ohio and ridden roller coasters, you should go do that. All right. There it's you go. fun. Emily? So all my snacks that were provided tonight, uh, Jelly Babies, Jammy Dodgers, and Jaffa Cakes, you can find them at the British Shop off of Mills. Yeah, um, that's where I thought you got these from. Over by the Strand, they not only do... Uh, foodstuffs, but teas, loose and bagged tea, but they also have memorabilia from uh, like the royal family, but they have Harry Potter, they've got Doctor Who stuff, so it's it's a... So they got real American British stuff over there. Mm. <laughs> they have, um, but all of it is like British-based foods and stuff, and it's really, really good. So what, what, was, what was the name of the spot? The British Shop. Oh, it's just called the British it's Shop. Just it's just called the British... Okay. It's, it's the British Shoppy. Shoppy. How close right. to Mills and 50 are they? Because I feel like there may be, uh, there's some turf war that could be going on. <laughs> Given that, actually, if you look at your British history, they actually used to own all of the other stores, and then over time became really embarrassed about it, and now they just have a loose relationship. With them. <laughs> Got it. Okay. okay. 
I feel like. Uh, but where is it? Where was that? I was 50 where? Uh, so it's it's off of Mills. Um, oh, off of Mills. And it's right by the, the Strand, which is a restaurant. It shares the same complex. And it's maybe, I don't know, two minutes from 50 if okay. you're going towards Winter Park area. Yeah. All right. There you go. So it's the British shop spelled shoppy with the two P's and the E on the end. Uh, Dan. Uh, as always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com. Bullshit. All your DJ needs. Okay. Oh, I swear. Hmm. And lighting and photo booth. What? Yeah. Mm. Um, and also, um, I've got two, uh, I got two owl plugs I'm going to do. Uh, the good place is back. Yeah, it is. Did you <laughs> see the whole, God. did you see the Jaguars shout out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I thought of you. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, lately, uh, on the car ride to and from school with, uh, Logan, we've been listening to, um, Ready Player One, the audiobook read by Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Mm. Or President Will Wheaton. It's good. If you will. It's very it's good. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm proud of you. Uh, I actually spend a lot of time on airplanes. So uh, I do get to catch up on movies, though. So uh, I got to actually finally catch Tag with Jeremy Renner. Yeah. It was good. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I saw I... that too and was not expecting it to be so good. No, yeah. right? You know how I don't watch movies? Uh-huh. I recently watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Did you like it? Oh, my God. It was so good. Oh, really? Did you not like it? Oh, no. I loved it. I didn't think... You, keep talking, about, you keep talking about how you get, you get distracted every 15, 20 minutes. I didn't think that there would be enough going on in there for you to yeah. like, make you actually sit down and watch the whole thing. Oh, no. I, I was into it. Well, I think... I, well, um, I, the actor's name escapes me. There was a lot of them, the so you're going to need... The, the detective. Oh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Nope. No. Perot? No, 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 no. Um, was it Perot Johnny Depp? No, Johnny no, no, Depp no. was the... Oh, but he was dead guy, guys, right? Okay. Yeah, Johnny Depp was he, the guy that got killed. Perot yeah, he was, was... He was in there. I'll look it up. Hercule Perot. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Hercules. Keep talking about it. Otherwise, um, look at... Have you seen Tag yet? Tag? Was, yeah. No, I have not seen we'll Tag talk yet. Talk about some emotions. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know who that is. He was the lead and No, I know. Okay. Oh my god, Dan, obviously, but like <laughs> I thought that maybe the mustache was creating an actor. I can't I, believe I can't believe you you let him get to you like that one. That was, was know, clearly I just I'm very look, it was a very emotional episode of Doctor Who and I'm just it was. I'm very I'm very sensitive today. Uh, but you know, it was very good. Just anyway. Wait till you see Amy and Rory's storyline. So tag with Jeremy Renner actually was a lot of fun. Um, it was silly and stupid and just really enjoyable. So um, yeah, I also really like Jeremy Renner. I think he's awesome. I also now I know I mentioned it before, but I finally finished the book three of the Gentleman Bastards by Scott Lynch, um, and uh, really really good. Um, so if you if you're looking for a new book to pick up, uh, the Lies of Locke Lamora was the first one I mentioned a couple weeks ago. That's book one of the trilogy. Uh, absolutely worth checking out, Gentlemen Bastards. If you want, if you like a little little crime, a uh, little fantasy, yeah, little con job kind of things, just really all the way around, really fun show. Really, fu- I mean, it's a really fun book. Uh, and that's gonna do it. I was kidding with the seven. Uh, looks like we're gonna make it out of here in under two hours. Not by a whole lot. Uh, all right. So that is going to do it for us. We want to say thank you first uh, to Emily for coming and hanging out with us. It's Thanks, always guys. good to see you. Uh, thank you to our Patreon sponsors. We couldn't do this without you. Really appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, find us by just Googling for geek's sake and clicking links. That's just, there's a shit ton of it. Smash the bell. Just smash that bell. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Next week we've got... I don't remember. I have no idea what's happening next week. Let's worry about this week first. Yep. That's going to do it for us. So then, until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, well then, welcome to the end times.
It's oh, I cannot believe I forgot. We've got oral coming on next week. Woohoo!